Hello and welcome to Big Bandit Gaming. I'm your host, Troy, and today I have Isaiah. It's Christmas time, y'all. Colton. That's me. And Josh. Hi. It is Christmas time, and we are recording this much closer to Christmas than originally planned, but we're here. We're here. I'm we're sorry. We're do, we wanna, do we want to like touch on that real quick? Do we want to point fingers? Yeah, go ahead. No, it's, it's fingers at Spectrum. It's fine. It's fine. You can't control your internet. Like, <laughs> I get it. I get it. Not a big deal. To be uh, fair, like, like it, the data has never been down for that long. Every yeah. time, it, it's, it's usually up within forty-five minutes. I don't know why we out for like eight hours. No, they idea. just can't handle our our games of the year. Our lists are too strong. Yeah, it was it was such a perfectly timed like a uh, downage that even into like a. When we delayed it, they said they sent out a text saying like, "Hey, we're actually having a lot more problems than we're thinking." So, uh, we'll be updating y'all. <laughs> so what time did like, they come up for you guys? Uh, it, I was up till midnight. It was after I went to bed. Yeah, wow. I was up till midnight, okay. and it I'm was glad, still not up. I'm glad we just put a hard cap on like if it's not up in the next thirty minutes, we're rescheduling because <laughs> yeah, you, know, you guys were able to go on with the rest of your afternoon. <laughs> Um, all right, yeah. Uh, how you guys? Uh, it's Christmas. It's almost Christmas. Uh, how are you guys with presents and everything? I have a closet filled with them. I need to wrap them. I have so many. <laughs> yeah, nice. Yeah, I mean, the, the presents, I'm not worried. I'm worried about this nine degree weather I'm going to be waking up to tomorrow. Then I have to go to work outside. Oh, God. Oh, oh God. Yeah. Ooh, I, did, yeah. you, I did not know that. Are, are you guys going to get another one of those crazy freezes like you got in Texas? Yes. Oh, we might be. I mean, the past two we've gotten oh, have been in like God. early February. So this is already a bad sign that we might get a really bad one later on. Yeah. <laughs> Your I New look- Year's resolution is not to freeze to death. Yeah. But uh, this is apparently, it's supposed to be like the coldest, like, like December in like 12 years or something for the whole country. So I'm sure everybody's awesome. feeling it right now. It's, yeah. It's- I mean, so even weird. here, we're even here, we're we're having like thirty-two degree, thirty-four degree mornings. Dang, so, that's light weather. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but out here, that's pretty. That's pretty. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's decently that cold. Surprising, you know. So, yeah. Usually around this time of year, like around Christmas, when we come out here, like it, it's cold. But sometimes we'll have like seventy to eighty degree weather during like Christmas time, and it's amazing. But yeah, it's been cold. So. Hopefully that hopefully you guys outlast it. No crazy power outages. All right. Well let's right. Yeah. <laughs> Hopeful thinking. All right. So let's move on. Uh so we're a little we're recording a little later than we thought we were originally, but we all watched a game of the year together. Well, the remotely, game, but game technically awards. together. Oh, sorry. The game awards. Yes. Uh I just want to get you guys the like, game of the year. The game awards. Uh, I just want to get your guys' like thoughts on it. I just want to say like I don't know. I don't know what it was this year, but it felt like a little larger every year. It happens. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I felt like it kind. It wasn't just like a show where like E three where no one else would know what you're talking about. You know. Yeah. I, like I think they released a viewership numbers and they were like crazy. Like I, I don't want to say how much, but because I forget, but it was like way more than I would have thought. Right. But I think it also has this problem of like as it grows, the expectations get bigger and bigger, and and I don't think it met those expectations this year. Yeah, I mean it was better than last year. Yeah, for sure. It's just it's just it's ballooned so much that now everyone's even, expecting so much from it. I don't even yeah. remember last year's. It, yeah, over. exactly. 
Yeah, because y'all um, went to bed. I stayed up for that. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I would say, yeah, I. He said beforehand, he was like, "This one's going to be a lot shorter, a lot shorter." Yeah, it was what happened like to three, that? Three hours, like what? Even if like the speech didn't go on super long and a a few things didn't go wrong, like that would have only been like ten minutes shorter. Like I don't know what happened. I liked it, was, it being shorter, honestly. I think I, I genuinely like that more. Oh no, no, yes, it needs to be way shorter. It yeah. was way too long. Well, I just um, think it needs to be filled with interesting content i would not have been upset with the length that had been entertaining yeah. i mean well what, what kind of stood out to you guys like game wise Ooh, easily the fact that i was able to pick up on hellboy's announcement immediately i was like i know those goggles oh it's a hand it's hellboy and it was it was an impressive trailer but eh. beside that I, I think it's just like the was the, the trailer concert. impressive or was it just the the character that, that you're interested in uh, the character I was interested in. I yeah, like that, that looked like a PS3 downloadable game, like yeah. game. Uh, That's I, so I was like, whoa. A bit sluggish, I won't lie, but uh, hey, cool. I, I immediately knew. <laughs> I mean, uh, uh, immediately for me, the Celeste follow-up. I'm oh, yeah. God. Oh, no, I, I was there. I was there mm-hmm. on social media when they announced, when Maddie Thorson announced, hey, we are new. We are our own dev team. It's no longer Matt Mix teams. It's, uh, it's something like, KO games, whatever, and like I was like following these guys pretty closely, and they're a pixel artist was working on something. I was like, ooh, exciting! And then they finally chilled it off, and then oh my god, Hades two, dude! Oh my god, that's yeah. awesome! I did not I, expect it that at all. I mean, I I know it's probably going to be a roguelite again, but there's a part of me that is just like, oh man, I hope they make something kind of cool and linear, like a little well, more Diablo like. Mm-hmm. But I, I think, think it's going to be another roguelite. Do you think you're burnt out of roguelikes because like it's design of roguelikes? I mean, no, because I just never liked roguelikes all that much. There's like a handful of them I enjoy, but I always come away being like, man, I wish the gameplay of this roguelike was just in a different game that (laughs) that had a more designed like uh, ending and stuff. Like that's what I thought. I think uh, Hades does all the best though. It it does, yeah. So that's what I mean. If they if they want to do a sequel and it's another roguelike, I'll I'll still be there. That was still like yeah. pretty high mm-hmm. on my list that year, for sure. Um, and then I think, um, I, I think the one, the one that I remember most, I think being most excited about was probably that. Uh, oh no no no! I'm just I just uh, forgot the name. Oh no, Judas, the Bioshock. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. oh, that's yeah. so cool. Yeah, yeah. That sounded really cool. It sucks not having our notes for this because, like, I had so much to say about the the actual <laughs> game awards. What you want to explain what happened, Troy? Oh yeah, it's my turn. It's my turn to get the finger pointed. <laughs> yeah, I, I blew up my Google Docs and my whole entire Google Drive. I, I was trying to. I okay. Do you want to go in the weeds in it real quick, or do you want to just yeah, leave it? Go ahead. Go ahead. I want. All go. right. So the way I have my Google Drive set up is it's attached to my uh, Mac hard drive. Right. So anything I put in my hard drive uh, in this one Google Docs or Google Drive folder, it gets synced up automatically with the Google Drive and vice versa. If I put anything into the like the web browser of the Google Drive, it'll sync into my that Mac folder. I was like, okay, well, the larger it balloons, like this is where I'm storing all our episodes, all our artwork, all the all the podcast music, all that stuff. And I'm like trying to think ahead and being being like, well, this is going to balloon and just fill up my my like 500 gig hard drive in this mac so i'm i'm just trying to move that folder into a external drive 
and that should be an easy process, but right. some some I, I think it was like some uh, Mac OS update with like the Google Drive. It, 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 they don't make it easy, so uh, somehow I in the process I started doubling everything in my drive. I'm like, no, that uh, this is not what I wanted, and so I was like, okay, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take everything in my physical drive, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to copy it into my external and then I'll sync it from there. And that worked. Only thing is I didn't realize is that my Google Docs are attached to it. And the Google the way the Google Docs work, even if I have the Google Doc like files physically in my in, on my hard drive, what they do is they're just a link to a web page. And when I told like the drive to delete everything, it deleted those like in the cloud. So my links that I had physically for my Google Docs are just like linked to nothing now. And you but had to every, delete them to like make space, right? It was I was just trying to delete everything because I started getting doubles and I didn't want to go through every single file to figure out what doubled and what didn't. Mm-hmm. And I just need to start fresh. So so I didn't lose like the only that's the only thing I lost was just my Google Docs. Like all our podcast files, everything I had on the drive was recovered. And it's like now like syncing correctly, but everything except my docs because I'm I'm dumb and I, I didn't think about it. So yeah, that's how we lost all all my the, my biggest thing is just my resume was on there. So I have like a PDF copy of it that I can kind of like format and try to redo on there. But everything else is just like our notes and stuff, which sucks because those were kind of cool to have. It's just like an archival thing. But yeah, so yeah, I blew up I blew up my drive just tinkering that's what i get i did at like 9 45 too i need to go to bed uh to to get up early for work and i i like i'm like i can't go to sleep till i figure this out so by the time i did all that it was like 11 30 it was super dumb <laughs> but yeah I'm just, I'm just glad you learned your lesson i i learned my lesson yes and hopefully i don't ever have to do that again let's, let's not do that again that was a nightmare um but yeah, uh, I mean, uh, uh, as far as the game awards, um, that's Armor Core Six, which had just pretty much been leaked, and everyone knew like from software was working on an Armored Core game. But they announced it with like a pretty sick looking trailer, and I think after the fact, it came out because when we were in the mm-hmm. chat, we were all wondering like, is this just going to be like Souls, like another Souls game right. with like with mechs or whatever? I, and I know Josh, you were worried about that. Wait, I thought you were. No, no, I, no, I want it want to that. be. No, I want that exactly, but it's not. Oh, so. it's no, not. No, it's not. But I'm curious to see what they would do outside of that, of that like format. I just think they're going to make a seven out of 10 game and I'm not going to play it. Oh, brutal. Damn. I don't know. I, I had to feel I, I have to have some faith. That There's a cool trailer. Learn something. It was I mean, trailer. It, it, the trailer at least shows that their art, their like art team is still just like some of the best of the business yeah because uh, yeah everything i was looking at is just like man that looks so sick <laughs> i don't know how this game will play but they really tease those dark souls fans with you know fire and embers yeah they started putting like, that's how on. i right when they started putting those like really obscure weird quotes up i'm like okay yes yeah yeah <laughs> obscure weird quotes that's just I kingdom think, hearts <laughs> i think the 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 one of the biggest surprises for me, I think, was the uh, was probably the Death Stranding sequel. Oh yeah, which I did really? not see coming. I really, I, oh, yeah. I, I, I thought that, no, I didn't. I think one day I'll try it. But you mean D two? 
DS2. 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 DS2, everyone. I really thought I really thought that was in like a one and done for for Kojima. I really didn't. I wish. No, I knew he you was going to do a sequel. I, he was actually talking about that a bit. Mm-hmm. I remember like somewhere I read on social media, he was like, yeah, we're definitely going to do a sequel. Just I don't know when. And oh, he was see, like, that, that just tells you how disconnected I was from all that. And but, and also after a lot of after the fact interviews with Armored Core and, and DS2, because um, he said later that like this game is not going to be like play like his last one. It's going to be really? pretty different. So oh, I he, think. A lot of characters and themes are going to be reused, but I think that game's going to like mechanically be really different. You think they're just like working out the kinks for like a good combat system? And oh god, I hope so, man. Yeah. So they're like, oh, we'll uh, put it in the second game. Like, like Metal Gear Solid Five is like the perfect. Yeah. If that's the case, like, I'm all in. Right. Third person action shooter stealth, whatever he did in Five is like, yeah, put do that, do that. I don't care about anything else, but yeah. Um, and it wasn't until after the fact, and it may just be, be because I didn't like Sony did announce Death Stranding 2 and like some PC ports, but those didn't stand out to me to the point where afterwards when people were, were uh, mentioning like, why didn't Xbox show anything? I was like, oh, yeah, I guess we didn't think about that. I didn't think about that while I was going, but they didn't announce anything, which is crazy. Really? I, yeah, I didn't I, think about that until you mentioned it in Discord. Yeah, they, That's like, weird. they have they have a ton of games presumably coming out next year and like they didn't show up at all um which a lot of people were upset about but for me i was just like well it it didn't it didn't stand out to me because i thought the sony announcements were kind of meh to me (laughs) so it it wasn't like such a big like divide but i guess i guess that's wait what were the sony announcements i mean it was just uh it was death stranding 2 it was oh i guess that counts um the last of us and uh returnal coming to pc you know, like like those are like okay, sure. Doesn't count. Doesn't there are count. there are people that are excited about that. It's just not me. So it's mm-hmm. it's weird though because Returnal demands. And Nintendo had Bayonetta that that like Bayonetta. Oh yeah, yeah, but yeah, that yeah, but it's so small too. Like I, again, I thought this show was very unimpressive. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know why people are freaking so much. I mean, I do think it's a weird miscalculation on Xbox part not to show anything, especially with like those viewership numbers that came out. Maybe. Um, I mean, yeah, more people, I mean, whatever, more people talked about the Bill Clinton kid than anything else. So, yeah. Sure. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Before, before I move on, my um, number one trailer, I, I wasn't a huge fan of Jedi Fallen Order, but Jedi Survivor, that really, really got me excited. I look so good. I love it yeah, so much. I, I thought it was the most well put together trailer. Like we got to see a, a nice, like, you know, story beats and, and hints at what's to come. But also they showed a little bit of like a glimpse of the gameplay where just enough to where I was like, oh, that looks different from the first game. Like yeah. This might actually be something cool. I, yeah. could, I, I could not for the life of me like try to remember what moves from the first game are in this game. And I'm like, I don't recognize any of these. So I, I mean, for me, that that game, I, I really liked all its character work. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, And the gameplay was just kind of really secondary, you know. So if they can if they can. Mm-hmm keep that well i for me it was just like ah this is kind of souls gameplay but really squishy feeling <laughs> yeah so, I, yeah i felt the same way about that yeah i was like oh they tried to do like a Sekiro thing but it it's oh not, like, you're it right it's just like the posture breaking and stuff it's just i i never felt like i was totally in control i felt like i pressed a button and something happened but i wasn't able to like follow up in a yeah. satisfying way i don't know i need i need that map i need that map to be coherent 
Oh God, I forgot. Ma- yes, the, the first Mad Man. Sucks. It sucks. It's so hard to tell where you're going. Like, don't get me wrong. I love Souls design and like level design, but when I look at that map, bro, no. Yeah, oh. all the backtracking and, and that's the thing too. It's 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 uh like level designs were not nearly as like good as like a souls level you know mm-hmm. where it's instantly you run it three times and you're like oh okay i know this path leads to here i know this i would just sometimes. get if i tried to backtrack and in fallen order then yeah i would just end up getting lost and getting mm-hmm. frustrated at the <laughs> at the map that 3d map and then you have yeah. to remember like oh this is for later when you get a when i get an upgrade and i'm like i don't i don't have the space to remember that yeah for me there's that, so yeah. much more Oh my god! For me, that game was like a solid B plus, so it wouldn't take a lot to like bring it up to like, okay, this is like a big, really awesome release. And in the same way, like a God of War, twenty eighteen Ragnarok would be, you know. I guess to to, to what your your point about the comparison to the Souls combat um, is actually calling back to our our last episode. Um, I think it 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 kind of feels like God of War. My complaints with God of War where I, I I really wanted to enjoy the combat in Jedi Fallen Order, but it has the problem where it's trying to be Souls, but it's also like, hey, we have these different difficulty levels, and only like one of the difficulty levels feels manageable. Like, it doesn't feel balanced whenever you try to like move it around. If it's too easy, then it's way too easy. And if you bump up the difficulty, then it's just like ridiculous to, to the point where it's like they didn't think about this they just bumped up you know some health bars or some damage and went okay that's the hard mode right and I, I don't know i just yeah. I, I i hate when games do that because i'm just like please just give me a game that feels balanced like why don't just arbitrarily like run numbers up and you know i'm dying like every five seconds like come, give me a break yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I see what you mean by that one. I, I do like I do like when games don't don't do that, but they put like different types of enemies in, or maybe like mm-hmm. a different amount. Like, yeah, there's better not, ways to balance it, not just totally like, around numbers. Not like just they hit you harder and you hit, you know, less. Yeah, it's like that's not interesting. Yeah, I think a great example of that is uh, Kingdom Hearts Two with how I do critical mode, because critical mode is like the hardest mode. But what it does is it, it kind of scales like you're leveling up abilities a bit differently. So like say like second chance, you get hit comboed all the way to like one health. As long as you don't recover from that one like combo, you can stay alive and you can just heal after that. That ability comes in much sooner. In fact, people even online are like in forums were like, yeah, critical mode's kind of easier than proud mode the like the step down difficulty because of how they scale uh critical mode to like make it more like uh, just at least balanced um because proud is just like probably just arbitrary numbers versus critical mode where it's like scaling leveling up and whatnot i like that quite a bit and uh, yeah i think messing around with like giving players abilities at different points or even maybe abilities exclusive to certain game modes would make it feel more balanced to me personally that that sounds really interesting i've never tried that out though yeah all right well i think we're gonna move on to the main event here and that is that being game of the year game of the year game of the year so today we is this anybody else's first time making a game of the year list oh interesting no i've never done this before Uh, i i don't think i've ever actually like written it down before Yeah. yeah It's always been like, it, it was oh, it's probably game. this, this, and that, you know. It was harder like, to do it like number by number, like like this is definitely my number five. <laughs> yeah, it, it really is. <laughs> I'm the kind yeah. of gamer to go back to old games and play them because I don't 
buy I don't like to buy new releases. It costs too much money. But uh I like to revisit them. So I do that I do that a lot. So that's why I don't play a lot. Current I games. usually write down a list and usually just like for myself when I usually share it to like a few friends, but yeah. Uh, what I find usually is my top three are usually locked. Like I know right away, oh, these are my top three and they don't right. move. But then like <laughs> four through 10 just get like, I well, actually I'd say like nine and 10 are the same, but four, between four and eight, I like scramble stuff so, so much. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, ha, ha, what, let me just ask you guys, when is, when did you guys, um, cause we've had like three or four weeks to make this. Are, have you guys been like moving stuff around like today, right before we started recording? Yes. 30 minutes ago. Three minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> like how drastic? Are we talking like, okay, like I switched seven and seven and six, or is it like, okay, I got I moved um, one game out and moved the rest up. <laughs> and like, I think mine was pretty drastic. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But you're feeling, you're feeling pretty, pretty confident I'm, now I'm looking pretty at it. confident. Yeah. 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 I'm solid. Yeah, I, I looked just before I came and there was one, just two that were right next to each other that I was like debating. And then more I thought about, it, I'm like, nah, it's fine. Everything is where I want it to be. We're well, good. I have another question because this is kind of one of the reasons why I, my, my change was drastic. How many of these games have you actually finished? Uh, most of them. I think okay. there's... Well, Eight there's... Of them. I mean, there's a game on here you don't really finish, but... One of them I did not finish. (laughs) Yeah. There was just, there was a game where I thought I was far enough in to make a good assessment. And then I played like an hour more and my feelings altered significantly. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I want to know what you're thinking, but you know, we'll save that for later. Oh, that was weird. His, he, he, he sounded was really weird. <laughs> he sounded like someone was dragging him away while he's laughing. Like he, yeah, he just like laughed and got up, laughed, and we never heard from him right again. Bit like this. It's like a weird horror movie. That was weird. I, I was a fan of whatever just happened there. I, I watched right. unusual memes while being dragged away. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all do. so i'm gonna start here uh so what we do what we did for you listeners is we did a top 10 so we will start from uh we will descend so we'll start from 10 go down to one and yeah is that descending or ascending or go up to one oh it's ascending i don't know I guess that's ascending because we're going to the the big one, the big one. I like how we're not going to look this up. We're just are. gonna we're just gonna be really confident about it. Yeah. So whichever one it is, that's yeah. Whichever one we say it is, that's the right. Starting at ten, and we're Perfect. going to one. Thank you. Yes, it'll be easy. How succinct, very succinct, Josh. Thank you. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to start here, and on my number ten, my number hmm. ten is. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge. Ah, let's go. Let's go. Yep. Uh, just like an awesome super arcade game, uh, way deeper than you would expect. Because, uh, you know, beat em ups in the, back in the day, they were like three buttons, and maybe you could press two buttons together and they do something different. But usually they're like really simple. But uh, what I really like about this developer, they did the Streets of Rage 4 too, which is an awesome beat em up as well. 
what what they did with this is like there's like um there's combos there's like you can roll out of like attacks like you have a lot of options and mobility um so you're just like shooting from like the far right to the far left so it doesn't feel as clunky as like a lot of older beat-em-ups are and yeah they just did like a great job capturing that old cartoon and getting all the actors and giving you like a bunch of unlockables and uh, secret characters the map kind of works like super mario 3 where you're kind of unlocking areas and and you can go back and forth and uh, i did play a little bit of online not with like anyone i knew but mm-hmm. even that was pretty fun even though it was like super chaotic but yeah do you on your like main a, um great game go ahead good ahead. Uh, i was gonna ask i know you and i both like love like scott pilgrim versus the world like game and like as a beat em up but i'm wondering uh how do you like feel like this game team nt compared to like that game like as a beat em up i'm actually not uh that one aged a little poorly uh scott pilgrim i think like it takes a little long to kill everything i, I um, agree it's a little yeah. slower uh, I would actually compare it more to this studio's last work, which is Streets of Rage 4. I think this and Streets of Rage 4 are like the best beat em ups, like best modern beat em ups since like uh, Castle Crashers. Like, and they even take that a step further. It doesn't feel spammy or long. It's like perfect. It's almost like a, a it's almost like a 2D character action game. The stuff you can do, like air juggles and special moves, that's and crazy dodges and grabs and stuff. It's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, Josh. Oh, on the spot. Let's go. Well, I, so I had a question about I had a question about uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Did you play oh, it with ahead, like, a full group of people? Nope. No, I played it single player. Single oh, player. I, I could not get through it single player. I just I dropped off hard because I was like, I wish I had friends. <laughs> like, <laughs> no. because, like difficulty wise or you just think it would have yeah. been more fun? I felt like it would have been more fun with more people. So I mean, yeah, it, it might have been. You played through so. it by himself so yeah. troy do you, do you feel like if you did play with someone the whole time it probably would be higher on your list i'm weird like that a lot of times i prefer to play those types of games by myself the same way like super mario Longer. 3d world i'm like this is a better game when i play by myself <laughs> so i sorry, I, I sorry think, we're not pros like you no no, no i really, think i think i i don't know if it because i played online and i'm like okay i could see how this could be like chaotic fun and stuff. I, I think I don't think it would have moved me uh, um, up or down. Like I just kind of like the way that game feels, you know. So Good. yeah. All right. I guess I will start with my number ten, as you did yours. But to preface my list, I would like to say I thought this was a very bad year for video games. It was a weaker wow. year. It was a weaker. Uh, <laughs> I said it. Um, <laughs> But I, d- I do like my top 10. So I, can, I can say that. Uh, nice. I like number it. 10 is Nobody Saves the World. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I believe this was on my previous list earlier in the, in the year. I think uh, it was. I think I it was, yeah. Um, it might have been my number five or something like that. Um, it's a good game. Um, it's colorful. It's kind of got that grimy look, though. Like, it's cartoony, but grimy at the same time. Uh, uh, oh, I know you're talking about. Good. <laughs> no, <laughs> like it's uh, like kind of like Super Meat Boyish, like that yeah, kind of, yeah. That it's, it's style, silly, yeah. but it's gross. Um, I love it. <laughs> it has a unique idea where you get to change your form, and you can kind of combine different these different forms. They're they're basically classes that give you uh, a couple different abilities, and you can kind of 
pick a class but then take abilities from other classes to make like interesting combos and you're kind of just running through like zelda like dungeons or like a very very dumbed down diablo um and i really like that type of game so it, it's a very like comfortable place for me um yeah that's my number 10 nobody saves the world yeah. like, uh, I had a little on on game pass it was good that's the uh guacamole t- uh, drink box right yeah, yeah. guacamole it's the only game i played of theirs but i did enjoy it so I'm, i might have to go back and try guacamole oh yeah it's great did you feel like you were at all like at one point like frustrated with it or like had like a block a block a and like through that game no the game was so easy <laughs> like it was so really? easy going like uh, when you do like fail it, it doesn't feel like you've lost a lot like there's not a lot of stakes you just go okay i'm gonna try again i'm gonna try a different combo I'm going to go in. The, the dungeons don't take very long. Uh, I, you know, I never felt like super disappointed whenever I, I, I lost. That's good. Yeah. I like how yeah, many meters. Good. I like how many meters they give you to like fill up and stuff. Feels yeah, good. I guess I should yeah. have mentioned that. There's a lot of leveling and a ton of quests or like, I guess, um, objectives. They give you a lot of objectives and like achievements. It's all about the you, you have this objective. These numbers go up. You get this new thing. It's a lot of progress. And I'm I've always been a you know into RPGs and stuff since I was little. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It kind of gives that like action RPG feel, but kind of a little quirky and cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice. Oh wait, wait, wait. What was that 360 game? Um, it was like Captain Cork's like voice actor. Hmm. Um, it was like an older PS3 360 like character action kind of like Diablo light game. Oh God, what were those called? Okay, well, forget it. Well, you'll figure it out. <laughs> I, will, I, will. I will. I will. Well, Fredo, I know Wilfredo liked them. So if you remember, write it in the chat, please. All right. Um, moving on. Uh, Colton, what's your number 10? Uh, so my number 10, it, it might be a little weird, but I feel like I didn't play a whole lot. Of, like I was actually kind of struggling remember, thinking uh, about 10 games that, that came out oh, this year that I don't played. Don't keep it secret. Don't uh, tell people that. Well, I'll, I'll just come out. I'm, just, I'm just kidding. Why not? Uh, so, but my number 10 is only number 10 because I, I don't think it's fair to put it any higher, even though I think I probably like it probably like the second most out of all the games on the list, but it is the Witcher three PS five version. Like, I mean, ah, nice. there's some, I mean, it, it is, it really, I, I haven't come across a whole lot of, uh, there's not a lot of new content is there. There's like a new quest line based off the Netflix, uh, series. Right. So there's not a whole lot of new content. It just, everything is upgraded. Uh, but I think the loading screens themselves going from like just teleporting across the whole map. I mean, it takes like maybe two seconds rather than like the 60 seconds it took on the PS4 (laughs) version. Like it's already, the game is already so much better. Uh, They changed the, uh, the spell casting thing. They added like a quick way to spell cast makes, makes combat 10 times better. I think makes a lot smoother. I did not know uh, that. That sounds really nice. Yes. Yeah. It's great. So, I mean, I I really I I wanted it to be on the list because for like the third time in my life like all I want to do is like go play Witcher three, and I think that that says something that that probably should be on my top ten. But I don't want to I don't want to put it any higher because there are other games on here that actually came out this year that I think should probably be higher on the list because they actually came out this year rather than a game I'm playing for like the third time. So were you playing on my- the performance mode or the ray tracing mode? The performance one. So I okay, tried cool. the ray tracing mode the day it came out. And the game, I think it's already got an update. So I don't, maybe it's something they fixed. But I tried it. And wow, when the camera was still, it looked really good. But me and Victoria were in the living room. And I was moving the camera. And the, it was struggling. 
Oh, like really? He was maybe getting 10 frames a second. Oh, and, okay. And wow. I mean, I was, I was in the middle of the woods. There was a lot of shrubbery everywhere. I don't know if that, but I was like, okay, I'm just going to switch it back. And then bam, it's like smooth, like butter. Yeah. And, it, it and it's really, great. it's really hard to go from 60 to 30 about, or like 30 to 60, then back to 30. Like your eyes get used to it. And then you're just like, Oh yeah. 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 But yeah, I, I've heard it has performance issues too, but yeah, cool. What's your three? It's like, one of the best games ever. So it <laughs> totally, is totally. All right, Isaiah. Number 10. Gentlemen, I'd like to confess my sins real quick. I have not been God of War Ragnarok. Oh no. <laughs> I have not been God of War Ragnarok. That's okay. It's cause uh, I have, I have another game on this list. That's like destroying my time. But, uh, I, I want to play here because I've gotten like 10, 10, 11 hours in that game. And I'm, Already. Oh, you're not even close. I know. I thought you were farther in the game than that. I'm sorry. I met the squirrel boy. I want to go to different realms. And I I just want to go ahead and start and say, I am so far loving just the characterization, the writing for these these characters, and so far where this story is going. And and how, how much it dives into, like, the history of, of like God of War as a franchise or as a series, uh, it, most notably with Kratos. Um, so far, I've already gotten a few moments where we get to see glimpses of Kratos' past and more importantly, like his role in his past, which was, you know, being a general and how in this situation and where the story is going, it's kind of needed and almost necessary um, for... Uh, the journey to progress for Atreus to find out more about Loki and who he is and what his powers could mean. And that first hour, the game open up, opens up with like a shred of like back to back, like blockbuster moments where you just you can't you can't take a moment to breathe. You're like choking at this point. But it continues that like that back to back moment to moment, like awesome sequence of events and sooner or later you get a whole new like gameplay like oh what do you call it i guess a sequence as well with uh, i can't can't spoil who it is but like when you get there it changes up the, the, the gameplay entirely and it gets more and more fun as you go about it and like it gives you a different perspective of the story and like the character's thoughts and i've only done like one big like side quest which was following mimir's past and man, it's it's crazy how thematic it felt just going through that entire quest and how much I loved exploring the world that um, Santa Monica has brilliantly created. It looks gorgeous, by the way. That game looks amazing. And how it looks and how it plays with this performance is incredible. This, like, as Dunky put it, in his video, it really was like it really is the AAA video game that we deserve, uh, or that deserves to be put out as a AAA. Uh, I wouldn't even go farther than that, but like it's impressive, it's so much fun. Uh, it has the same kind of arcadey style gameplay, you know, with R1, R2, yada yada. It, the pairing is so satisfying, it's it's so fun. I love the skill tree, I love like how there's this new mechanic where you can just upgraded to where you can do stun you want to do elemental or you want to do damage that really does help and makes you kind of strategize how like approach combat and what do i feel like i want to prioritize because i do love that i do like think about these things when i played action game like this and i i 
I'm so excited to get back into it and maybe, maybe 100 percent it. I don't know about that, but hey, <laughs> I'm more than willing to do it. I love where it's going, but it's that's at the bottom of the barrel of the list because I have not beat it. But I, I I'm confident it's gonna be. It's have gonna you be beat fun. every other game on your list? Actually, yes. Oh, okay. I'm just just asking. I'm built different, Josh. I'm built. Yeah, no, nah, I got. I don't got time for that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. let's, let's let's keep go. this moving. Sounds good. Yeah. All right. So my number nine is Cuphead: The Delicious Last Course. Yeah. This okay. being the expansion for Cuphead. So my biggest regret. Oh yeah. <laughs> and what's what's both good and bad about it is it's uh for his for as long as it took for them to make this expansion, there's honestly not like a ton of content, but it's more quality over quantity. Yeah. Is what sure. that expansion is like, um, like every single boss has, is so crazily animated. I, they even said like they have more animation in this DLC than they did their entire game. Like, and it, you know, it's only like maybe five, six bosses, right? Is it something yeah. like that big, it's but awesome yeah, it was just amazing to come back into that, into that game. And, um, just all the new additions they added with, um, uh, the, uh, like that, that kingdom that floats above and mm -hmm. it's like a different spin. The claymation, bro. Yeah. It's all oh claymation instead of, uh, the hand-drawn stuff. And it just looks like incredible. And oh. it's just like, man, they had money and time and this is what they did. And those gimmicks it, too, bro. It, it shows and this could possibly have been higher on my list like you know like the original cuphead is like a top three game in a very competitive year it's yes, just sir. that like uh for me it was just like a nice good like you said it's it's like a little little piece of dessert at the end of like a really good meal that's what that's what that dlc is and man it's just really solid it's really great and it just makes a a great game even better because all the new additions and all the upgrades and all just like the quality of life stuff goes uh, re retrograde, like is put back into the original game. It makes that game better too. So it's just like the definitive edition of Cuphead. And I'm super glad they had time to, to make this. And I'm, I'm excited to see what that studio does next. Cause oh, yeah, it's sure. just such a crazy project. I hope you're excited to wait for a decade though. Troy, you excited? I know. That? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, know. I know it's going to be forever. Um, all right, uh, Josh, what's your number nine? <clears throat> My number nine is by a little company called Nintendo. Wow. My number nine is Kirby in the Forgotten Land. Oh, crazy. Let's go. <laughs> the little puff boy, little pink puff ball Kirby. Is he a boy? I'm not sure. Yeah, he, he's like a baby. <laughs> Canonically, a baby boy. <laughs> <laughs> Our little god slayer. Look at him. <laughs> I don't know how this is a kid's game with how much stuff this little baby boy puts in his mouth. This is disgusting. <laughs> oh my gosh. By the end of that game, I was just like, they went for it, didn't they? They they really knew what they were doing. Um, I had, had a lot of fun game. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I had a lot of fun. It's it's Kirby. I I played a few Kirby games before this, and this one is definitely. I wouldn't say it's their most ambitious. It's just their most well uh, funded. It feels like they they put put the most maybe uh, time and and money on it to to really like flesh out the this like semi three D world. It's definitely not an open world. It's like it's still very linear. Yeah. Uh, at moments it kind of still feels like a 2d game and then some other kirby's have been like 
you know, 2.5D. So I don't think this is as big of a jump as we were led to believe at the, at the start or when this game was revealed. But it is a solid game, and I had a lot of fun with it. It was probably the easiest game I played this year. There is really like most Kirby is just, in my opinion, zero challenge in this game. But that Did doesn't matter. It? Yeah. Oh, okay. I cool. I beat it, and it is yeah. I, I okay. There's zero challenge for like <laughs> okay the levels. The, yeah, okay. Th- there are a couple bosses where it's like okay. I had to try a couple times, but I guess in comparison to a lot of other games I've played this year, um, I, I, this was easy breezy. Like, it, cool. this was not difficult. My, um, my sons played it. They both played it. They both beat it. it. It's a great kids game. If you have kids, it's it's. I, I, I understand why it won. I believe it won Game Awards fa- Best Family Game or whatever. Kirby in the Forgotten Land. Beautiful. Yeah. Great yeah. game. Great game. All right, Colton. What are we looking at? Number nine. All right, so this is one of uh, three games on my list that are kind of, uh, you know, like ongoing games. Because, yep. uh, so this one I've, I've played, I actually started for the first time this year, earlier when I got my PC. So I was able to play like Game Pass games and stuff for the first time. Uh, it is Sea of Thieves. I've played, oh, uh, you know, I checked. I, I was going to write it down, but I forgot what uh, how many hours I put in this year. But I played a lot of Sea of Thieves this year. Me and Dalton and then uh, a friend from high school, Jackson, we would get on. And there it, there it really isn't a whole lot, at least that I haven't engaged with. There isn't like a crazy amount of depth, I think, to a lot of the, a lot of the gameplay. But I think the further you get with the game, it starts to get more interesting the a lot of the quests and like treasure maps you get start to get harder and harder to figure out making it more fun for me i think uh it takes a little long to get there because uh, i feel like the first like 15 hours in the game ah, that might be too much maybe like the first 10 hours of the game you're really just like following like a really easy to follow treasure map you know or or you're following someone's instructions to go to this island and kill the ghost there but I think once you start getting to like the actual harder story missions and then they have the whole Pirates of the Caribbean storyline you can go through and I think I think the game is actually really fun. Uh my only problem with it is if you play by yourself, it can get very boring. So that's kind of the only reason why it's not higher on my list is that I don't really see myself playing it by myself. But Yeah, not not that type of game for sure. Yeah. So that's all I have to say about that, I think. Uh, this game looks super cool. fun. Cool. I just I've never got around to playing. Cool. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh. Number nine, Isaiah. Let's keep it brief. Fortnite. I mean, you can do a little <laughs> bit more than that. brief. <laughs> <laughs> so I already thought Fortnite was already like, oh yeah, game of the year. Like, I love this season for the seasons we had this year. I love everything. But then chapter four came out. And man, it added like this like a new mobility option where if you're running, you can just like glide past like this like a uh, ramp real quick and you can just keep going. Uh, they have like a whole new map in it, bro. It is so fun to explore like these sort of like kingdom-esque uh I wanna, what do you what's like the era? I don't know. But like these it's all like these fantasy kind of fantasy. fantasy like a medieval thing. That was yeah, that medieval. was just like this past month. But this is for the whole year though. Yes, I think bigger. That's true. I, bigger. I, I, <laughs> I've already loved like the gameplay loop and everything that Fortnite had to offer with its battle passes and its and all of its like quests and like events it did for the previous year. But I feel like Chapter Four 
amped it up a lot more than I thought it would be. Even with its new weapons, especially that hammer, dude. Oh my god, that hammer, you can fly across the map with that hammer. That hammer looked pretty cool, actually. Yeah, and you can come on down from up from the heavens and smack someone back down. It is so fun. There is something really satisfying about bouncing around the map with that hammer. I I love the terrain, dude. They have motorbikes now, and it's just been... It's been so much fun to just blast through this game with your buddies, with your family. It, it, it's it's so good, but it's not the high on my list because, well, it's not a game that came out this year. But the updates, the things they do with this game, the way they keep reinventing Fortnite with its new mechanics, weapons, events, battle passes, whatever it may be, I've always been on board with it, and I've always loved it for it. That's it. I would just like to quickly say this game is my most played game of the year. Um, oh, er, uh, the, earlier this year, I believe they added the grapple glove or whatever. That yes. thing is amazing. Yes. Combined with everything else that they've launched this year, this has been my favorite year of Fortnite for sure. Um, I'm glad it's on somebody's list. It's amazing. Oh, he's saying it's not on his. All right, let's. Oh, dang. Let's continue. Um, oh, did I say that? What? Well, uh, kind of. <laughs> he, he, you hint. Unless you're a liar. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, Moving on to number eight. So uh, my number eight this year is Stray. Mm, the cat. Ah, the cat game. game. Yes. I Stray is an awesome game. It, I liked it for a different reason than I thought I would. Because originally when they showed the cat game, I'm like, I think of a cat. And I'm like, man, that would make like a really good platformer, you know, because mm-hmm. you think about like how agile cats are. And right. You just thought you'd be hopping around like like it, it looked like, oh, man, this could be like a really cool like kind of like the death stranding but cat because mm-hmm. you saw a little backpack you saw it was delivering stuff and i was like man it's that's a lot like, slower than i thought it looks was cool be. and yeah. yes that's that's what that's what surprised me is it was less about like the action of like like they do have like cute things like you can like if you step on a keyboard you see like like wwzzz you know like cat stuff happens all the time <laughs> or like you can knock down stuff like there's stuff you do like as a cat that's kind of cute and funny but a lot of the game um a lot of the game was actually me like going around and just hearing like what the robots had to say and what like i i actually became really interested in like what the overall story is like what happened to the humans why are these robots trapped down here like right kind of their personal their weird personal stories yeah yeah like uh and it, that stuff actually becomes pretty compelling. And um, and yeah, it, it kind of really pushed me through the game. It's kind of the perfect length, too, which really helps. Um, I feel like it ended right when I was like, OK, I'm kind of like the mechanics of this are becoming kind of stale, you know. Um, but I, I thought the ending was decently satisfying, except for one big thing. Do you, do you want me to uh, spoil, uh, skip the next 10 seconds if you have not played Stray and you're worried about spoilers? Oh, I have not played Stray. Oh, I'm taking oh, all the I haven't been. Um, I'm taking all the bets. Colton. <laughs> uh, I was really disappointed that yes. <laughs> they didn't show like a reunite scene at the end. You know? I know. Like, so I was waiting. Victoria I was actually, waiting for it. I was. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I also felt disappointed by that. I was Dang. just like, where is it? Where are his friends? But yeah. Okay. You guys can put it back on. I totally, I, I took him off and then I realized I could still absolutely hear every word you, you were saying. Oh, yeah. I blown, Amazing. Yeah. Oh, okay. Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> I was making like the splatoons. I was like, but like the, end, the ending of that game is like really visually like satisfying. There's kind of a big grand thing at the end and it, it looks nice. And so am I missing I, out? I really like that game. 
Should I play um, this game? It depends what kind of. It depends if you're. I don't looking like for that so much. type of game. I like dogs. But do you like robots? I do like robots. What They're type my of game favorite is robots it? it's ever. Not, you said it's not a platform. What is it? Is it just like a, a walking sim? Like an adventure oh, it, game. It, it, it's almost it's like an adventure boo. game. Yeah. I tried an adventure game this year. It's called um, Return to Monkey Island. The game was so boring. <laughs> I don't like adventure games either. I am not like, okay, okay. I, you know, like I played why do you like The Walking Street? Dead and then everything else they put on. I was just like, oh, they're doing this yeah. again. You know, <laughs> I like Wolf Among Us. That's good. But well, why do you like Stray? Like, why should I play it? I don't get it. Um, at, like I said, like the 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 writing, the dialogue, the atmosphere. You know what it reminds me of? I think it's just because it would use runs on the same engine too, so it has a look to it. But it kind of reminds me of Midgar. <laughs> like you know, it's a city covered by like a sh- like you know the sky is metal, like it's a big kind of weird slum. Um, and, yeah. Uh, so it actually reminded me of Final Fantasy VII remake a lot, like the actual like place itself, which. I will- I'm a fan of so yeah. I will say I didn't get to I I, I kind of lost interest in the game. I didn't beat it, which why it's on my list. But I will say that world building, the atmosphere, and especially the side stuff, the memory collection, uh, and like getting to know these robots, that is a, a big highlight to this game. I liked finding more about the mysteries of like what happened here. Are there really no humans alive? Like what That's what fair, kind of motivation yeah. here? It, your motivation changes quickly. It, it really does. Like from like. I want to get back to my family to, I want to be down here a little longer and find every nook and cranny I can. I can. And actually, you know what? This probably should have been my list Fortnite. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's very charming. It's very charming. It yeah. goes places. It's writing's great. And it's very funny to see the robots like trip over you. Yes. Uh, so, yeah. That, that, well, that makes it an easy number eight. For me. I um, only enjoy games that have action and, Punching. So my number like? eight <laughs> is Immortality. Oh, <laughs> let's go! A game that's full of a lot of action. There's so much action. Every time they do the little snappy thing with the little thing, action, and boom, and then you watch a little movie. It's amazing. It is the most interesting thing that I experienced this year. Was it a great game? I don't know. Is it a game at all? I, I'm not sure. <laughs> I had a little bit of control over what was happening, but about halfway through, I was like, okay, there's only so many places to go now. And that's saying that there's places to go is, is, is kind of a, a weird way of putting it. You don't really go anywhere. You're just kind of there in a theater watching a, some movies in the wrong order and trying to piece stuff together. At the best moments, I felt like a detective. At the worst moments, I was watching a good movie. So okay. that's why. I, yeah. Number eight. Boom. Immortality. Looks I'm like looking at this. Crazy looks, production. Yeah, it, it really is, does. It's wild. I'm not going to say, I'm not going to spoil anything because that game is just weird. If you want something just weird and interesting, try it out. It doesn't take all that long, maybe four or five hours if you're slow like me. So. Okay, cool. Yeah, me, me and Sam were talking about doing it. Actually, right now, uh, I watched her play. This is like a, a tangent, but I watched her play. Um, uh, oh, wow. Why did I just forget the name? Uh, the Stanley Parable. The, the oh, yeah. remaster of it. It was between oh, that and Stanley Parable. And she, yeah, I had to rip that controller out of her hands. She was really enjoying it. <laughs> so uh, you were just talking about interesting games. And like Stanley yeah, Parable yeah, yeah. Is like seems like one of those. Just like, man, no one else is making something like this. Very weird game. Uh, but yes, immortality is is up there. All right, uh, Colton, number eight. So another 
Um, oh god, what's what this? Uh, like, uh, oh god, like another like multiplayer game, I guess. Uh, is it going to be No Man's Sky for me? Yeah, I played another. Uh, this is another year where I played. A, I put a lot of hours in No Man's Sky, and that newest update that came out in god dang October like second or something. Man, that update that that brought that brought in some really cool stuff. I mean, they they made it a lot easier to play. I think they overhauled the entire inventory. It's a lot easier to manage. It's a lot easier to look at. They brought in some really cool difficulty options you can change if you wanted to play the game with the survival mode on the hardest difficulty, but you wanted, or I guess that it makes so like you could if you want like unlimited inventory, you don't want to worry about inventory, but you want combat to be the hardest. You can you know you can set combat all the way up. You can have combat be super easy, have inventory on medium, but then have uh crafting like it's the hardest like type of crafting stuff. I don't know. They made it very uh customizable. They added a bunch of new content to the game and it's just uh that's always gonna be one of my favorite games of all time. Uh nice. Yeah. All right. Well someone's breaking the dock, which is cool. Um sorry. <laughs> But uh, yeah, No Man's Sky is very cool. I don't know why there's just a random date on our dock. Oh, that's that's the release date of No Man's Sky. Oh, okay, nice. It's just oh, that's massive. Huge. All right, here we go. Um, very funny, very funny. No, <laughs> Isaiah, what's your number eight? All right, this is gonna be a really weird one. It's called Milk Outside a Bag of Milk Outside a Bag of Milk. It's a visual oh, novel, pointing oh, click. Yeah. I remember seeing this. A point and click game. Actually, my profile picture on Discord is that exactly. Um, it's a visual novel point and click game where you help a girl try to get some sleep. I played the original game, the first one. It was only an hour long, two hundred percent. It there's only two endings, and uh, I was really charmed by this character. You feel like you can you can read all her thoughts. You can see what she thinks, and we are essentially the player, kind of like her helper. Think of like a guide, like a like a like a Navi in her story essentially uh but we're not physically there but we get to see what she thinks what she sees and one of my favorite things about this game just off the bat is how how i keep asking myself questions like hey so what's this deal with like everything being red and black the entire game is red and black what's this deal with this creature injecting something into my skin or into my character's skin like what's going on with her is something the matter and why is she saying i will never drink milk again <laughs> why why is this big black sun the epitome of fear to this girl? And what can I look at in this room, in her room, before she goes to sleep that can get me closer to understanding her past and more importantly, like her as a character? There's five different endings to this game and each one, they you kind of get this like personal connection to some of them endings are just dreams or nightmares the others are like previous events that she has experienced herself and i feel like every ending every like dialogue i've read every point i turn in this game i felt like i i had some sort of sympathy for this character i felt i was able to connect with her in an emotional level one of my favorite uh moments in this game was uh her talking about this computer when you click the computer, you find about this one internet friend she had that was very different from the others. She views it all as just lines and code and not really much matter. But this one, one person kind of changed her perspective. And I remember reading through this 
And when this happens, when she's talking about this, something big's going on. I can't explain it, but I, I, it is so cool and bizarre how she's like, I have two minutes to talk about this before this happens. And in that two minutes, you are you're learning more and more about this character that she once encountered. And, oh, man, there's not a moment in this game where I feel like I want to get away from it. I was glued to my screen for three hours, getting through all the endings, getting through all dialogue choices, and understanding this character more and more. Three I, hours? Mm, see, now, now you got me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I'm interested. Because that's how long it takes to 100% it. That really is. And huh. okay. if, I'll check and if it you out. want... Is, what's it on, Switch? Yeah, you can play on Steam and Switch. And especially on Switch, you get the first game and the second game. I love this game. I love this character. Uh, everyone calls her Milk Chan. She's the best. And she may be struggling with a, a few... Probably some a few like mental... Uh, I want to say illnesses. Uh, like an- social anxiety. Uh, definitely has a milk uh, lactose intolerant allergy. For certainty. And finding out like like what's like the deeper layer what's the layer underneath this game that like kind of explains and like gives and contextualizes what's going on i think it's really fun to kind of like piece together yourself what do you think is like going on here why do you think that figure that's supposed to be a mother this big giant blob creature like why is everything red and black why is she terrified the letter o I really recommend this game, guys. It's <laughs> short game, short game. It's bizarre, but I I promise you, you're gonna feel you're gonna feel something with this game, and you're gonna feel for this character. I love her. I love this game. It's great. Go check it out. Yeah, out. I felt I felt bad. I wasn't able to play Mori Mori, so this seems like the alternative, the three hour alternative. Oh yeah, Mori's long. Mori's long, but man, that yeah. is an amazing game. Y'all should check that out too. By the way, from, from that here. speech, I figured that would have been your number one. I'm surprised it's so far down. Um, it's just kind of it's, it's very impassioned and it's very impressive. <laughs> it's it's uh, his Discord icon. I figured it was his number one. I I do. It's just the issue That's is true. all my games on this list. That's why Mr. Very Beans is my number one. <laughs> all these games on my list are so close together that I could not choose where to go so if you see a number ignore the number just know I love that game <laughs> nice alright we're down to 7 here we go my it's number 7, seven oh, is a game we talked about pretty recently and that is whoa sorry uh, Bayonetta 3 I was trying to paste <laughs> I was trying to paste it make a big dramatic moment and I still had straight again it. And I'm like straight again uh, no, no. My number seven is Bayonetta 3. Um, and Bayonetta 3, I've kind of come a little bit more to terms with since we last talked. Okay. And while not in a, I would say in a stronger year for video games, it probably would not have touched the top 10. Okay. But I still appreciated just kind of the weird, uncanny strangeness that Bayonetta brings. And I'm glad they made a third, even though it was probably never going to live up to what two was. And I almost wasn't expecting it to. And maybe it went a little more off in the direction. I, I rather it wouldn't have. But the moments it does hit, it still hits. And I still think like the Bayonetta's like style, like just its general, I don't know, aesthetic is very like weird and cool. It, it still is, even though the switch maybe doesn't do it a favor all the time. Oh, well, let's yeah. let's let's hope we're talking about uh, oh, Switch, Switch Two is... in man twenty twenty three. Hopefully, that is the year of uh, Switch Two. <laughs> Please, Switch XL. 
it, we could really use it and Bayonetta 3 especially could have really used it um but yeah I mean like, like I said when it when it is hitting it hits um it just doesn't hit as much as like two did or even one so still uh it's still a good game though and I I still really enjoyed it and it was just it was just a wild a wild thing I played this year. Bayonetta three. I uh I promised Colton I wouldn't talk crap about a game on his list, so I will give you the same courtesy. <laughs> oh, how kind. How sweet. How fun. All right. Uh Josh. My number seven. So Bayonetta three now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, my number seven is actually, you know what? Uh Bayonetta three, it didn't make my list, obviously. It wasn't that far down. Again, this was a weaker year, but it, it's not in my top ten. Uh, number seven is Ollie Ollie World. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I played this very Oh, you did get a chance to play that. Okay. I played a lot of it, yeah. I, I've been playing uh, a handful of games a lot the past week or so. You're familiar <laughs> with Grandpa now? Yeah, uh, this game is very... Is it, what? Grandpa? I thought his name was Dad. Which one are you talking about? Oh, right. About? You're right. You're right. One of them is named Dad. That's yeah, right. Yeah, his name is Dad. But he's not a dad. But he's his not. name's Dad. <laughs> Um, the story I'm is whatever. It's, it doesn't matter. It, it, it's, it's a silly, goofy story. You can skip through it. It doesn't matter. Um, which is reminiscent of another game that came out this year. Um, God of War. No. <laughs> right. You're right. Um, no, no, no. It's, I grew up playing Tony Hawk, blah, blah, blah. I loved uh, Tony Hawk growing up. It, it, it was always fun to try to get, like, you know, high scores. Like, how efficient can you be every time you lift your board off the ground? You know, how, how, how many points can you add to your overall score? And and these these games are interesting. I never played the Ollie Ollie World or the what are they called Ollie Ollie One and Two. Yeah, I never played those. Uh, this is my first introduction to it. I kind of understood what it was from watching videos. Like it was like okay, yeah, you're you're moving from point A to point B and doing tricks whenever you lift off the ground. Yeah, I get it. And playing it, I was not disappointed. It was like oh yes, this is what I wanted out of a skateboarding game. Um, it, it's interesting playing you know a two D kind of I guess you could say side scrolling game. Uh, skateboarding game compared to like a Tony Hawk game but this one was able to feel a lot more polished compared to a lot of other uh, skateboarding games that come out because of the fact that it was limited to that kind of 2D space and you're like you can change lanes but it's really like it's a 2D game right you know yeah um I very it's very good though I this there? probably would have been in my list at some point it's just that I played so much of Ollie Ollie and Ollie Ollie World 2 or Ollie Ollie 2 Yeah 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 um because and the thing about this game is the mechanics are very similar to those for, to that second game I, specifically yeah, I, I figured as much yeah but the art style is awesome the new art style they chose which oh, is yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. it just looks like it, like a adventure time skateboarding game which is that's what, just like that's what got me to, to buy it was the fact that it didn't look all pixelated like the previous games like oh yeah. this looks interesting okay. and like all the other Ollie Ollie uh, games yeah they were kind of pixel art but the the soundtracks were always like really good um and yeah the mechanics of it are just really awesome i i think at just that point i had played so much of the first two that i'm sure. like i don't really want to play more ollie ollie but though i would imagine style, i, would I feel, could really appreciate yeah i would oh, feel the customization i love that yeah it's it's great you can i have changed the way my character has looked in the span of like you know 20 hours 30 hours I don't know, a dozen times just because I love going and seeing like, oh, what new shirts did I get? What new uh, boards did I get? It's so fun. Yeah. Um, and most most games like when you have a, a like a customization option, you have like a real limited amount to give them at the start. Like the minute you start mm -hmm. Ollie Ollie World, you have like 
you know, like 15 shirts, ton of hats, yeah. like sweaters, coats, and it just, you just get more and more and more. And it, it's pretty impressive. Yeah. I, off the bat, I was able to create a character that I felt represented like me in that moment. I was like, this is who I want to be right now. Yeah. And, and, and that I, was really and I, cool. Yeah. And I, and I liked like the daily system where you're like competing against like a group of eight other people. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the thing is, uh, people are just so like nasty at that game now over the years that mm-hmm. uh they that it's just like i, I just can't compete <laughs> i say even ex- excluding the online stuff i would say even the just single player stuff is it's, it's rough super yeah. solid it, it's great and yeah. Oh, yeah, i think yeah. I, I last thing i'm gonna say it does such a good job of not overwhelming you with each new mechanism like each new all the yeah. rules of the game it it, it, it drip feeds it to you j- at the, just the right amount to where you feel like you're being upgraded like you're becoming more powerful not oh my gosh this is another thing i have to worry about you just feel like oh cool this is another thing i'm able to do to get more points right totally it's so good at that like i i'm i think i'm at the last uh area of the game and i I, at not one point did i feel oh this is too much i never felt like i had to stop playing but the challenge has escalated quite a bit over time but it never felt like a huge spike in difficulty and i really appreciate that yeah no that's a great game it just came out like really early in the year so people forget about those games that aren't like you know elden ring (laughs) you know all right so uh let's move on to number seven colton all right my number seven i think i'm looking at all of our choices right now is going to be the first uh double or or the first like one that's duplicated uh my number seven is stray it's just uh, a, a lot of the same things that you said troy i think I think I, I was I was expecting like a, a quicker, you know, platforming game where he plays a cat and it just, you know, it really it's a lot slower than I expected. But, man, I really I, I started meeting all these new robots and hearing their stories and watching them be really like, you know, weird. And I, I don't know. I just loved, like I said, they're my favorite robots out of like I think like any type of like fiction like i i I love those robots i want i want like a 300 hour game with those robots i want to spend time in that city and i just uh i like a lot of things about that game i liked i liked the music i liked the way it looked uh i still think i don't i uh victoria was playing the game recently for the first time and i was watching her play i still think the the cat running animation is it looks so weird i feel like like I'm looking at the body of the cat, and I feel like it's moving at like five frames a second. That's the only thing I've uh, like visual complaint I've ever had about the game. But other than that, I think the game is great, and uh, that is it. Thank you for yeah. your time. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, you're not uh, usually picky about like visual things, so that's interesting that you. No, I'm not, and it, it it bugged me the whole game too. And I really don't know. It it really could be running like fine, but to my eyes, it just doesn't look very natural. Whenever you like, interesting full sprinting with the cat, but yeah. and especially a cat, like cats run so distinctly, you know that. Yeah, it, yeah. It's like something we look at in the real world a lot. So if it's off, it's like really off. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, all right, uh, Isaiah, number seven. That's me tweaking. My favorite one, my number, <laughs> number seven is Cup and Delicious Last Course. Nice. I, I have pretty much everything that Troy said was like the same. Same with like the uh, a couple episodes ago, we 
talked about Cuphead last, delicious last course. Everything's the same. I love this game. It's like half a year ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the cherry on top too, and already delicious and beautiful oh, video game. <laughs> it is amazing. It feels like I'm like, wait, no, that's a different game I'm talking about. But uh, <laughs> what? everything this game did that that Cuphead originally went from. It just blows it out of the park with its visuals, with its sound, with its gameplay, with its new character. My God, I love Mrs. Child's gameplay. And you can play her as the rest of the entire game, uh, the base game Cuphead, if you already liked just that one island. And, oh man, what this studio has up next, I have no idea what they're going to pull off. But man, what this game did, I I saw a glimmer of what that future looks like. Clay Nation stuff, dude gimmicks where you flip the entire screen and you're like my controls are messed up what do i do <laughs> and then you just die and you're like okay that was awesome let's do it again and like secret bosses dude oh my god the secret boss in this island was so cool and the way they they, they mess with you with that gimmick dude oh oh yeah it, it took me like three or four deaths before i was like oh i see yeah. what they're doing that's really neat yeah we are seeing just a, a small window of what this team could do with this DLC, that means big news for that next sequel, bro. I am excited. Yeah, twelve years in a decade. Yeah, yeah like, like decade. Said, yeah, it's brutal. But popping off of that game, bro. I'll be awesome. ready for it. I'll be ready for it. All right. Well, now we are. Let's move on to six. And uh, let me make sure I actually have this copied correctly, so I'm not like paying out of three. <laughs> uh, How dare you call me a copycat? Who did that? Oh wait. <laughs> oh, let's see. Oh. It's a play on words or something. All right. Oh, yeah. My number six is Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Atta boy. Yeah. And Atta this boy. is the only game on my list that I have not beaten. That makes <gasps> sense. And it's yeah. make. Okay. So here's the thing with Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Big fan. Uh, a big fan. Yes. Uh, Xenoblade Chronicles, like one of my favorite JRPGs of all time. Like it, it, I think it really brought us out of like almost like the, 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 the depression, the Great Depression of JRPGs, which was the PS3 mm-hmm. 360 mm-hmm. era. It Dude, was kind Chron- of one Chronicles of those... 2, garbage. Oh, yeah, no. Zeoblade Chronicles X, maybe the best Wii U game. So fun. Uh, amazing. Like, just really, like, a really wild, crazy game. Uh, and it really pushes that hardware in a way you wouldn't expect. It's like, it's that, that Zeoblade Chronicles X is a more ambitious game than, like, games coming out today are. Yeah. I mean, it is wild. And then two came out for the for the switch. And, and that was like one of the announced like announced games with that big reveal. And I was like, man, awesome. And, and it was such a bummer. Xenoblade. There's so many things wrong with Xenoblade Chronicles 2. I can't get into yeah, it. Yeah, we don't have to get into I it. I just can't get into it. Like, why put gotcha mechanics in Xenoblade? Move on. So much stuff. Yeah. So everything. I was really skeptical with Xenoblade Chronicles 3 because I got hurt. I just got hurt so bad. But <laughs> yeah. uh, everything leading up to it, I was like, okay, this looks nice. This looks cool. And then a direct came and I looked and I was like, wow, okay. They actually are onto something here when they're showing like the expiration and stuff. I'm like, wow, the characters are moving again. Like it looks like it's running <laughs> halfway decent. Doesn't look like it's at like 360p. Yeah. Xenoblade Chronicles 2, man. Um, so yeah, coming into this, I, I was pretty hopeful. And on the gameplay side, the way it opens, um, uh, the way they do like their job system and doing like multi-class, like a multi-class job system and how customizable it is and uh, how how the, all the battle system mechanics and exploration work are like awesome. 
it's so fun. It's so it's super addicting. It, it's so addicting that I got uh, I had to bounce off the game because I wasn't getting anywhere like anywhere in the story because I wanted to do all the side stuff. I was just leveling up um, characters. And the reason this game isn't higher for me, because if if uh, if it was just like gameplay and they nailed the characters and story, this could be like an easy top three, like almost bordering on number one. If it was just Ooh. mechanics, but I just am not connecting with the writing and the characters and story. Uh-huh. Um, it's just a poor. I, to me, it's just kind of kind of a poor um, uh, effort on the uh, when they brought it over here. I don't know if it's like that. I don't know if like Nintendo Treehouse um, dubbed this game over, but. Uh, all the writing is super stilted. All the voice acting is really stilted. The main plot is kind of fallen thin. Like it has really good premises and stuff where you're like, wow, this could be really interesting. And there was one moment within the first three hours where like everything gets turned on its head and you're like, oh man, now this is a video game, you know, like stuff goes down. And then from there, it slowly just kind of drags uh, the, and that's the thing that's going to get me through a hundred hour game is it, mechanically it's, it's so much fun. It's really good. But for a hundred hour JRPG, you really have to connect to the cast 100? and the writing and the overall story, and I just wasn't finding myself doing it. Oh, yeah, dude, this is like a 100-hour game. Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. Yeah, especially since they they designed all the side stuff to work within the mechanics of upgrading your party and levels, and, like, uh, if you do favors for different cities, it can do stuff like increase your overall run speed by a percentage, like that kind of stuff. Mm. Um. And so it's really addicting to get like do that stuff. But I just wasn't getting anywhere with the game and the story wasn't really pushing me. And it has that like really stilted dialogue that like a lot of uh, a lot of older like JRPGs and some just like kind of really bad um, localized. That was what mm-hmm. I was looking for earlier about uh, localized games are like Donald, Goofy, Sora, you know, yeah. <laughs> like that sort of stuff. Like, do you have to say every eight people's names in a row like that before you say your next point? Like, no one talks over each other. It's just not very natural sounding. So, yeah, I, I just I know a lot of people that did connect with the story, but that's the only thing holding it back. I I will get back to this game at some point. I, I know it because it is just like a blast to play. It's it's so much better than than Xenoblade Chronicles 2 in every way. Um, so I'm I'm really happy about that. It's honestly uh, for a Switch game as old as the Switch is and as big as this game is, it actually looks really nice. Mm. And as usual, the music is is amazing. But yeah, like uh, they they use like a lot of um like post process effects that Nintendo doesn't usually touch. So they like do reconstruction um stuff like that that uh and it it actually looks really nice even on a Switch. So yeah. Xenoblade Chronicles 3. It's it's an awesome game. Um I'm surprised just wish that I wasn't liked it more. Like, I was I'm surprised, yeah. I'm surprised it wasn't in your like top five. It's it's just the thing. Like JRPG JRPGs really live and die by how much you like that cast and how yeah. well they interact. And you know, I have, and it, I have a question. That just wasn't pushing me forward. What's that? When we had that episode where we we're talking about ranking the Nintendo Switch games, do you feel like your your opinion was comparing Xenoblade Chronicles 1, like a like the re-release for Switch to three, do you feel like that's still an A-tier game? Yes, it okay. is still an A-tier game. Um, going back to like Xenoblade Chronicles, like it's not, it's not like the 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 writing and the dialogue got worse. It's just that like 
uh, um, localization efforts have gotten so good. Mm-hmm. Like, um, like you know, mm-hmm. all all the stuff Persona team does, even like Fire Emblem, uh, like Awakening and that stuff. Like, the writing is is a lot sharper. So, yeah, it's just uh, it's just, just some awkward localization translation stuff that man. I wish I wish they could get through. But man, the game itself though, mm, it's 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 awesome. It's a good game. So right. you are you are like giving me the best segues. Speaking of great writing. Ooh. <laughs> my uh, number six is that where we're at yeah 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 is a little game i like to call cluster truck yeah wait what? just kidding <laughs> its real name is neon yeah, white yeah! this is basically <laughs> oh, cluster neon truck. white wow Let's okay go. Yeah, I, I still need to i still need to it is it has the worst writing in any game I've played this Hard year. Hard disagree. Yeah. Hard disagree with that one. Oh, bro. I've heard his device. Okay, here, so Isaiah, oh, Isaiah, I've heard Isaiah. All right. I thought at first, whenever I first started, I had this weird roller coaster moment of like, oof. And then I, like five minutes in, I was like, you know what? This fits. I like this. Yeah, yeah. And then as the story went, I was like, no, 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 no. This just gets worse and worse and worse. <laughs> I it love is that. so bad. I understand why Isaiah likes it. If you know Isaiah, it makes yeah. sense that he thinks it's <laughs> You're going to find so. out in my top five why one of these games. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> anywho, <laughs> I, I thought at first the story was bad on purpose. At this point, I think they're just bad writers. I, I, th- I think that's where we're at. Um, I mean, this is Ben Esposito. I don't know. Do you think Donut County was written Donut poorly? County was great. Are you yeah. sure that he wrote this game? Uh, let me check that. I think he, no, I'm no, no. Sure he did not. He did, did not. He did oh, not. Oh, okay. okay. I don't think he did that because Donut County is great. This game, the this game is great. The story in this game is god awful. Music's um, awesome. Pun Music's intended. Awesome. If you played the game, um, uh, yeah. It just it, yeah. I wanted to get that out of the way. the The game is amazing. It like I said, cluster truck with guns. Colton, oh, you, so, I, I think you like Cluster it's Truck. Coming a lot. It's coming to PlayStation. I did like PlayStation. Oh, no, 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 no. I've I'm, I've been playing it on PlayStation. I oh, okay. Release, yeah, yeah. Oh it's, shoot, it's, I need to do that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's it's good, and I thought maybe I'd have difficulty because you know a lot of people say you should play on the PC because it's harder with like analog sticks, and I can kind of get that, but I think there's enough like they give you enough help with the aiming. So like, you yeah. just, the reticle needs to be kind of close, and then you'll be able to hit the right target and stuff yeah i i'm like i think i'm in the next to last chapter um and mm. the the gameplay is so solid like it's so fun it's a little guided a little more guided than i expected but the momentum and it, it, it makes you feel alive yes. <laughs> it, <laughs> man it, I, I was much more impressed with this game than i expected to be um Not a boy if the story was better, it, this game would have been higher on my list. But I think that the story being as ridiculous and awful as I believe it is, it drug it down a bit for me. So that's how good okay. the gameplay is. Yeah, I hate I hate I hate keeping like uh, referencing like content creators, but Dunkey had a same similar issue. Yeah, right. Very end very end of this video, he was like, "But the writing kind of freaking sucks." And then like he shot a clip <laughs> of like a Violet and like saying something really lewd. Yeah, Violet's the worst character by what? far. 
I, I think Violet has some charm. I just, uh, there oh, is there's charm. Like, if you're, um, oh, my kids are like two feet away from me. <laughs> if you're, if you're horny. Go on. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But yeah, you're, you're definitely, you're definitely spot on. Like I do think the writing, uh, at times could be, uh, a bit like, <laughs> but a lot of time, a lot of time. It's fun. I'm, I'm sure it's you'll fun. talk about it again later. All right, moving on. <laughs> All right. Uh, Colton number six. All right, my number six is going to be Horizon Forbidden All right. West. Forbidden. So I think I had I had a lot of fun with this game. I really enjoyed. Uh, I I think specifically I enjoyed a lot of the uh, side quests in the game. I I just I thought the uh, the voice acting for a lot of the side characters sounded so natural. It just sounded. It sounded weird for me. I'm just so used to if you're not, you know, if you're not playing anything in the main campaign, the side, you know, a lot of the side characters always sound kind of jilted, and and I don't know, everything sounded so natural, and everything looked like it was part of the main campaign. I just thought, you know, those cutscenes looked phenomenal. Uh, the gameplay, I feel like, just wasn't different enough from the first game. Oh, I thank think. you for saying that. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it wasn't different enough. To be in my top five, it really felt, you know, they just added a couple things. I think, I think I like what they added, and I think I prefer, you know, or I guess I know I prefer gameplay in this one, just because I like this th- the things they added so yeah, much. It, it just felt but like a second DLC, like they just added that much. Yes, it, it felt like it felt like a big DLC. Uh, well, I say that like combat wise, it felt like a big DLC. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. story wise, they went, they went some. I think they went to some pretty crazy places, and I. I actually think if it being such a long game, it might, I think the story might wear on people, but I think if, if, if you took all of the story missions and kind of, I think if you broke it down and maybe, maybe made it into a book or something, I think it would make a really, a really cool sci-fi like novel. And I, I stick with that. I really like, I really like the story in these games. I like, and I'm surprised with how much they surprised me with a specific aspect of the story that I, I guess I won't say, but I don't know who who's listening to this might want to play it in the future. But I think, you know, they set something up in the first game. I was expecting it to go one way in this game and it went like kind of the opposite. And I think I was actually impressed with how much I was surprised by that story beat. Uh, So I'm when I started playing this game, I probably would have put money down that it would be in my top five. But I, I there were some surprises throughout the year. So it is number six for me. Cool. Cool. Awesome. Awesome. All right, Isaiah, number six. I got so caught up brain rotting on neon white, I forgot about this in my list. All right, number six, ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Point B. What an incredible game. Stylistically, it looks adorable. It is just a a mesh of flavors in your eyes, bro. It is simple in like design, but surprisingly gets deeper with its each stage you go about with the game. You have like starting off like think like three jumps. Your goal is to try to chain as many fruits together and like get them all together for the cat at the bottom to be satisfied and happy. But you must be consistent. For every time you hit the ground and you have the required fruits for this cat, you will have to open it. You have to keep going and, and the stakes get higher and higher. More fruits, different kind of fruits. Now you gotta avoid these fruits. It's all about fruits, baby. You're making jelly and jam. It is so good. And I love it. I love the soundtrack. Again, the visuals are just 
crisp, not crisp, uh, tasty. <laughs> and I could not get enough of this game. I, I did all I could to go all out on this game. I couldn't get every trophy, but man, oh man, did I love just pulling out this game anytime I could. Anytime I and come, you I played it constantly. constantly. I'm actually really mad you said that because you just made me realize I didn't even consider it uh, oh. making my top 10. And I'm really regretting that because that probably would have made my top 10. And I did not even think about that game. I, I thought about it. It was in my top five when we did that mid-year episode. Mm -hmm. um, it just got pushed out by, by other stuff. But I really enjoyed Point B. I love the way it looks. It's and I loved, I loved Manuel too. I so. loved the ending of that game. I, I, so I, I didn't think the game would even have an ending like that. I'm not used to like little mobile games coming to a conclusion like that. And it, I was really surprised by it. Yeah. Yeah, bro. The, Go. the Netflix exclusive point be everyone. Yes, please. If you got a Netflix <laughs> subscription, get get this game. Netflix actually is a surprisingly good lineup for video games that you can go check out right yeah. now. It's it's surprisingly how good they are. Uh, game five. I, I really five. well name I five. can't name five and uh, like ones that they made specifically yeah, but hey yeah. that game Enter the Breach like that's all I need I those can two yeah, I mean, they, yeah, they, 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 they have Shatter Into the Breach and Point Shattered good yeah. enough for me but for yeah, he just bought yeah. that crap out whatever get out of here <laughs> they're a good publisher they're a good mobile publisher there you go there you go alright alright uh, before we jump into top five we're gonna take a quick break so and we'll be right back nachos let's go All right, everybody, we're back and we are down to it. We are down to our top five. And let me tell you, originally, this list was only going to be our top five, but that would have been boring. Well, so I'm glad we we all decided to keep our top 10 because yeah, I, I, like I came to my so senses. Far. I realized we would have too much. For the record, I was going to make concessions and be like, OK, top five and two shout outs. But I think our I think the more I think about it, I think our 10 to five is going to be a lot more diverse than our five to one. So or maybe not. I don't know. It's been an interesting list so far. Um, all right. So let me just jump back in here. Uh, I don't know if this will surprise you or not, but my number five is God of War Ragnarok. Holy oh, crap. I know. Holy crap. I don't know what Josh is being. I, I don't know if he's just putting know. on a show or you're actually surprised. I'm kind of out of it. Keep going. Okay. <laughs> so God of War Ragnarok, I think originally would have been higher. I mean, awesome game. It's in my top 10. It's a great game. The 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 writing, the character work, everything uh, Isaiah was saying is, is so true. How snappy it is, how fun the combat feels. Um, uh, my biggest uh, gripe about it I, I don't know why i'm saying gripe when it's our top 10 it's a great game why it isn't like in my top Nit three quickly yeah they're nitpicks yeah that that's a good word for it Gotta it's just the way monkey. the like the linear like kind of design of it it, it kind of just like blocks you off um like kinda, uh, at the same time i don't like when it's open world and then i don't like when it like blocks you off with like knee-high gates <laughs> either so i don't know what the right mix of that is but the biggest thing for me is the way the story is i mean it's so well acted 
and and everything looks so awesome and the story it, it builds like it really builds there's a point halfway through the game where you play as a trace and you're somewhere that you weren't expecting you were going to be like this early in the game and uh, from there i was like okay i'm really interested to see where this story goes and how this mm-hmm. all plays out and the more it went uh I, the more i was like oh okay they, they're it's just like this never happened. And then it went all the way to the end and the ending. It just felt like they were really building up to it the entire game, you know, or they were building it up in the first 2018. And I was a little underwhelmed with the big finish uh, with this big battle at the end and the way everything, and especially the way everything wraps up from like the role credits kind of scene. Or, or the scene where it's like, okay, now you can do the rest of the stuff in the game you you were waiting to do. You know, I, I just really, I felt like they didn't take any really big swings at the end. And it kind of, the story kind of fell flat for me at the end. It's just, they built up these characters so much. And I don't know, they they didn't fall. But with that with that being said, I think it was a, it was a really fun ride. Um, I thought, the, um, I thought some of the side stuff was, was really neat. Um, and it looked amazing and it, it, it was, it was great. It, it was a great game. I think it just fell a little flat for me at the end story-wise. Um, but yeah, number five, God of War Ragnarok. If I you guys want to talk to me, you said. if you talked to me three weeks ago, this probably would have been my top three. So that's okay. what I have to say about kind of where everything landed with that game. But you know, it's not like it's out of my top 10. It's still an awesome game. It's, you know, it it is like one of the big releases this year and well deserved. So Bravo. All right, Josh. I am gonna keep it super duper ooper duper duper brief. Is that are those words? All of them. They can be. I just I just pasted it. <laughs> All right, moving on. I like our number fives. <laughs> My number five is Elden Ring. I really don't have much to say. I've rambled on it in previous episodes and I'm sure there's gonna be more people talking about it. I just, I I don't, it's not my favorite Souls game. It's not my favorite FromSoft game. Um, still a great game. Number five. What, yeah. what do other people have to say about it? Uh, we will get to that. So exactly. thank you for, thank you for sharing ahead. your thoughts on Elden Ring. <laughs> Whatever that is. That indie, yeah, that, that little indie game. Um, I'm glad it's getting the detention it deserves, finally. Uh, Colton. <laughs> What is your number five? My number five is Tunic. So I still have I still have fond memories. So when I think of earlier on in the year, and when I was playing Tunic, I was so pleasantly surprised with how much I was enjoying that game. Like just how just the way it looked. I really liked the combat in the game. I the the progression felt really nice. I you know, like every like five hours in the game, you would unlock something and like, oh, I can, I can, you know, it's that same like, you know, trope, you know, that I think works well in some games. You know, it's like, oh, I can, I can go to that one area of the map that I've walked past maybe 30 times. And I'm like, how the heck do I get over there? And then whenever you have that option now, it's like, oh, now I have to, I have to go everywhere again to find out what I missed and, and find out what secrets I can find. And, and the little like, uh, the isometric view that you get from the game, I think was really cool too, because it had that. You know, there could be a. I think there was one little passage that I passed by within the first five minutes of the game that you can go to. I think in the very beginning, but because of that specific like angle, 
you can't see behind a certain tree. So you, you didn't know you could walk between those two trees and then go into this, you know, whole part of the map. I didn't find that out till like maybe 20 hours into the game. You know, stuff like that. There, there, it, I think a lot of that stuff was so well hidden throughout the whole game that like it kept me like wanting, to, like my eyes were like going all over the screen, like constantly like a, to make sure. A real hidden in plain sight, you know? Yes. And there were, I think the thing is there was so much of that in that game. Like when I would find one, I'm like, all right, that has to be it in this area. And it, it never was. Like, I feel like it never ended. I feel like the secrets kept happening in that game. However, uh, kind of like how I think, I think a little similar to what you said about God of War. I think that last, the ending really fell flat. And it was really probably the last 5% of that game. I mean, it would probably be number three. That's, that's literally the, the complaint of that game. I've heard from everyone who likes this gamer is talking yeah, about Yeah, I don't game, like know. Game of the year. Everyone just says, what is up with that last, like, 10 to 5% of that game? Yeah, I know. I had to, I mean, it, it got to the point where, like, one, it got way too difficult out of nowhere. And, then, and it got, like, so monotonous, like... I just had to turn on. I mean, thank God they had the hindsight to add like an invincibility mode because I wouldn't have finished the game. Uh, I would have just put it down and never touched it again. It felt like we missed like half a game's worth of build up to what they were. Yes, it did. We're just jumping straight to this nonsense. Like, I feel like I've missed so many. I'm not kidding you. I looked up. I, I, after like an hour of fighting like a certain, like, like a room, I guess it was a room of enemies. I, I looked it up. I was like, did I miss something in the story? Did the game glitch? And I turned, it turned out it, I, it did not. Everyone else was having the same complaints I was. Yep. Um, not to say that like the first, I mean, the first 95% of that game, it though was so good. And I, I missed that feeling from that game. So uh, yeah, that's number five for me. Nice. Awesome. I'm glad it got on the list. Me too. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. We have a lot of games on here, a lot of different yeah, games, and I, I appreciate good. that. All right, Isaiah, uh, number five. Let's shred it. It's Vampire Survivor, one of the most addicting games. <laughs> Let's shred it. Because <laughs> I, I don't know. I thought it was me skateboarding. I thought you were going to put Ollie Ollie World. <laughs> yeah. Shred it. Yeah. It's Ollie, bro. <laughs> no, it's Vampire Survivor is one of the most addicting games I played this year. It's easily one of the most fun and like just. How do you put this? Gawking video games I've ever played. Uh, it, it's a whole idea is it's a roguelike. You have 30 minutes to complete a run and it's all you need. Your whole point is literally just to survive. As you go about the run, you are leveling up after killing enemies with a starting weapon, of course. Which you, of course, get to choose like leveling up uh, that weapon, getting a new weapon or getting perks. But the real, the real, the real meat is in evolutions. You can take two items or two like weapons to a, a weapon and a perk, two weapons and a perk and evolve them into something even crazier, closer and closer to you reaching godhood in this video game. It is so fun. You start off with this kind of ugly like grass plane level but as you go forth in the game with its bonus stages and regular stages they kind of switch it up with you with like different mechanics like oh if you step on this pressure plate you trigger oh, like a uh, oh an enemy wave coming at you or like you have these like coffins you can go find and explore to get new characters you have challenges in this game that you can like accomplish and you unlock more of the game. If you do uh, this character, if you if you find any characters at all, you get one from being a stage or whatever that is. 
play that character with a new item, be a, a run with that character, you get to keep the item. And they all like it all comes throughout all runs. It is so fun. And just like just like how how much fun it is to like keep keep going back. Yes, they're 30 minute runs. They these are 30 minute runs. But when you're in the moment, not man, if you die. Not no no no. Like, it is quicker, but Oh man, it is so fun to just keep replaying them. You never, you never really feel like super like uh, discouraged to uh, not try again. And uh, what's even cooler is how how it pays attention to the timestamps that you are reaching within the level. So like, say every fifteen seconds, you're probably getting a bat wave. Uh, every five minutes, there is like this wave of piranha plants. Uh, and like every like ten or fifteen minutes, or like I don't know every. No, every like five, every five to ten minutes, and another stage, you being reapers to do different things, and you just you're constantly learning more about this game. And what's even crazier is that there's more mechanics. There's more mechanics, and there's much more to do with this game. And it's bonus stages. Those those are crazy. Don't go yeah. to the bone zone. Do not go to the bone zone. I'm serious. Stay away from the bone zone. I haven't tried it yet. God, it is crazy, but. My favorite thing about this game is that I could turn off that music. I'm sorry. I'm a big music fan, a big game, video, video game music fan, especially. But listen, when I put on 80s rock with this game, and or, or if I put on like the song The Touch from a Transformers movie and play this game, it becomes a whole different, different experience, bro. I am telling you. Put on I some Queen. I could see it. Fun. Get get their regular show playlist on Spotify. Although Vampire right Survivors on. has a very good soundtrack too. It does. But it, I, it, it does. I can see it. Yeah. Well, we will list. we will uh, come back to Vampire Survivors. I am sure. Yeah. So, Spoilers. Oh, I like I like your number five. I see. Yeah. All right. Um, number four. Uh, number four for me. Any guesses? Any guesses? I'm Vampire just Survivors. Survivors. Vampire Survivors. You are. Wrong. It is Chivalry 2. Oh, my God. No. Oh, okay, okay. Wait, wait, you got to fix that. And Chivalry 2 is a is if you look at a trailer, you're like, oh, this is just like a sim, like a like a, a medieval like fighting sim game. And you don't really realize how goofy that game is and how tongue in cheek it is till you play it. Um, specifically, so this is a game where you have like uh, you pick classes, so you can be like a bowman, you can be like an axeman, a knight, and it pits like you know thirty versus thirty, or it can get larger than that, or or twenty versus twenty, thirty-two versus thirty-two, I think. And it's usually like objectives, but the thing is, um, you're all just spawned all at once, and it kind of turns into this like beautiful chaos, and there's just like. There's just so much stuff happening. Um, there's a, a, a if you double tap X or um, square, um, you just scream for like 40 seconds at a time. And there's just like so 60 people, every time. 60 people on this map screaming their heads off, like carrying <laughs> pigs, throwing barrels. Every weapon you have, you can just chuck, which is just a good time. Like your axe, your sword, shields. <laughs> um, it's deceptively deep, too. Like the tutorial, I, I, I like that tutorial shows you everything, but it's it's way too much all at once. Like the tutorial can be like 45 minutes. It's crazy. So it's easier just to get the basics and then leave and then kind of learn as you go. Um, but yeah, it is just madness. What I like about Shivery is just that the time to the time to death and respawn is so short. Like you're you're never just like running uh, like on a battlefield map or something. You know, you can spend half of a match just running 
not seeing anyone. Chivalry, it just it just spawns you right in the middle of it, and it's pretty balanced, honestly. Yeah, it really um, felt like like the like a battle that's just like constantly going. Like there's not a whole lot of like there's no not a lot of downtime. Like war. Yeah. War yeah. never changes. And dude, it's hilarious. Like if there's it catapults so in the game. Funny. It, if there's catapults in the game where you can put like stones and use the siege weapons, or you can just have like five players jump on the catapult and it'll just catapult people yeah, just over walls. Thieves yourself. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right yeah, exactly. That. Except like you land and and there's like five dudes waiting to like hit you with stuff. And um, <laughs> I will say, uh, so I on, I only played hilarious. it that one time with you when we played for like two hours. And man, I I really feel bad about not going back to it because that was one of the funnest nights I think this year I've had with the game. Uh, but yeah. so I think that that magical moment happened when I think you and Wolfredo were storming with the rest of the team on one part of the wall, and I was like, I'm gonna go over to the left. There's nobody over to the left, and it turns out there's a big hole in the wall. So I'm like, oh, I'm gonna sneak in this way. There's an enemy that had the same idea, and we were the only two on that side. We both saw each other at the same time, and I don't know why I did this. But my sword, I pulled out my sword and I didn't, I just threw my sword at the guy. And the funny thing is he did the same exact thing. The second we saw each other, we just threw our swords at each other and we both completely missed. And we sat there looking at each other. And then <laughs> I, I did that thing where you scream and then he screamed right back. And then we just rushed at each other and punched each other to death. And it was probably the single funniest online multiplayer moment of this year. For yeah. Me. And that night, like, I think there's one point where there's this like huge battle. Like there's probably like 50 players fighting up on this like bridge. And me, you, and Fredo decided to go oh. under it to try to <laughs> yeah, sneak. And we that. found this one dude down there. And you were like kiting him through. And I was using a bow. And I'm like, bring him, bring him down, bring him down. And <laughs> we just surrounded this dude. It was uh, very so bad. Funny. It's yeah. very funny game. I like, need to play that just, more. Please let me way, know when you're on next. I need to get Okay. On. Just the way the physics works, too. Like stuff blows up when like points are taken. And you just see bodies fly like... 300 feet in the air <laughs> it's dude it's just madness it's it's awesome and it's honestly if you want to get good at it you can get really good at this game like it's deceptively deep too it's not just like uh like everyone's standing in a circle swinging at each other like that like yeah there's like block and parry mechanics there's different like you can do a swing you can do an overhead you can do a stab um you can kick you can dodge you can do like parries like there's a lot of options and you know you could like back off and use throwing knives and it, it, it it's just really it's a really good game uh really fun really chaotic and um yeah on game pass too so it's definitely worth the download and it runs really well on whatever xbox you have that's that's a series s or x that is i don't know how it runs on the older ones but yeah that's chivalry 2 my number four really good time like really surprising that it got this far up my list nice all right josh number four. Oh my goodness my number four is a game that was almost my number one of this year oh but it, it dropped a few spaces um that's okay this game is cult of the lamb mm, i was really looking forward to this game this game I wasn't sure if I was going to get to play. This is the most recent. I was actually just playing this uh, like an hour ago um, before we started. <laughs> That's what made it drop for you. Yeah, I know. Yeah, really. Um, <laughs> I was very surprised by this game. I I wasn't sure if I was going to buy it, but I finally got around to it. And because it, it really didn't feel like my style of game. It was like, oh, it's a little bit of Animal Crossing. It's kind of a roguelite. 
and I'm I, I I don't think either of those really vibe with me that well. But there's something about the I guess maybe the, my religious upbringing that the 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 cult like aspect really spoke to me, and the the combination of like the cutesy aesthetic with the cultist uh, all the things that are happening that are horrendous you know sac- sacrificing and like uh harvesting uh, bodies for fertilizer or whatever it's it's wild um i it would have been uh my number 1 until i got to i i, number I guess number 1 really wow all right yeah 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 until i got to a point in the game where it felt like i had seen all that the game had to offer and i was kind of disappointed by that because it felt like it was building and building and building and then i was like oh so i'm not gonna unlock any more structures i'm not gonna like all the dungeons are gonna be kind of the same and maybe i'm wrong about that because i'm not quite done with it but it i I think it's it's almost there like this game has so much great, great things about it the animation and the 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 characters are very funny and cute and and uh, like this would be a great like uh cartoon like uh, adult cartoon with all the sacrificing things that are happening now you know i had uh, a very great experience i don't usually get these types of moments in games where it's like uh what do they call like emergent gameplay or emergent storytelling or whatever yeah 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 um where I, i had a follower that i got early on who um well, uh, my first follower, he just totally betrayed me, and I was like, "Screw this guy." And then I had like uh, my second follower that I got. I was like, "All right, this guy's cool," and he's like a porcupine or a hedgehog or whatever. And I was like, "All right, I'm gonna name you Kodak, and you're gonna be my um my loyal advisor, loyal um I don't remember what it's called, like a loyal enforcer. So he's gonna go around and like make sure everybody's like preaching to everybody, making sure that they're all loyal to me." And he 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 did so well for so long, and I this was early on in the game, and I didn't realize just like how fast growing old would catch up to all of these followers, because like I'm like an immortal lamb or whatever that's like working for this old one or whatever. Like I was, I'm immortal at this time. Pass. Yeah. So like he started, and he was like 22, and and then like. He, suddenly he it was it came up with this thing it was like codex is now in old age and i'm like no not codex oh, <laughs> um and, and and along the way like he, he was accused of like um like stealing from another uh, uh follower oh, and no. so i was given a quest by this uh, this other follower to go put kodak in prison and i put kodak in prison because i was like oh well, that's messed up you shouldn't steal from people and i find out that oh he didn't that that follower is just full of crap <laughs> So I put my my best follower, my most loyal follower, I put him in prison. So I immediately I was like, oh, crap. And then, so I sacrificed that guy. And then I go get Kodak out of prison and I get him this really large gift. And and, and then I give him like a promotion or whatever. Aww. And and he was my like right hand man, like the, my entire playthrough, basically, until he well, my entire playthrough of his lifespan. And <laughs> he died. And then I unlocked the upgrade to 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 be able to have him a funeral. Because I didn't Aww. have him locked, and I was like, "Oh my god, I have to celebrate Codex life." So I, 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 I like uh, <laughs> set a doctrine so we could have a funeral for him. So we gave him a grave and a, like a whole celebration or whatever, and and we had like a feast. It was great. It was great. Wow, what a what a story! Holy crap! I, I, I will that. I will also say that my, in my game specifically, my followers have, are a little bit racist. Because every time I get anybody that looks like Kodak, 
somebody accuses them of a crime and only them <laughs> no one else has been accused just good. hedgehogs it's like good give, give them a break man they hedgehogs played the they played they played too much sonic games they know yeah, all right the, the, um, like i was saying i'm just like this game it was yeah. one of my most excitable games and i i, I want to give it the credit because yeah, it could have been my number one. And I think if the yeah. developer keeps working on it, because they're going to add more updates, like, I want to see where it goes. But yeah, moving on. That. This game really wants, uh, makes me want to play Dwarf Fortress, too. Because I've, I I've heard it, crazy things about that game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right, yes. Cult of the Lamb. Uh, number four, Colton. My number four is Vampire Survivors. Yeah. This is nice. a game that... Uh, Man, I, I I'm glad I'm glad I took the chance on it because man, when I looked at the gameplay, I was like, no, thank you. This is ugly. I don't want anything to do with this game. Get it away from me. And then you wouldn't stop talking about it, Troy. So I had to go yeah. play it, and and man, that I got I got hooked pretty quick on it. And I was you know on the weekend I was staying up to like twelve thirty or one, which is very late for me. But, you know, I was like, oh, my God, I unlocked the, the fourth map. I have to do that. I have to I have to play it till I beat it. And then, you know, I, it's one of those games that's really easy to fall into that trap where you just keep playing. That rabbit hole. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I just I think what really got me, like, if 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 the game didn't change all that much, I wouldn't have played nearly as much. I think the gameplay is fun, but I think after a while it would have gotten pretty old. But I was just surprised with how much that game kept throwing at me. That was like like new mechanics, like left and right. Uh, you know, and I was really surprised with uh, how much depth was in that game. Uh, I haven't, like, rolled credits or anything yet. I still have not. Everything in that game that I've that I've done, I've strictly just found out by myself. I've like I, I have this like urge to not want to look anything up for that game. I want to. I want to. I, I, I want to stumble yeah. upon everything. And I now know that I think I'm at the part in the game where i can't do that because i'm yeah, just gonna dude. be stuck in the same spot forever some of it's like you have to play with this character and have like upside down mode on at this stage to unlock this like it's like oh god specific. okay yeah, yeah you, so there's stuff i think i think i've done as much as i can without looking up so i think yeah over the next couple of weeks I'm, i'll probably have to actually look some stuff up to roll the credits but yeah there are well, what a fights. game though dude there are boss fights in that game so you know there's still stuff um, oh gosh. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. All right, uh, Isaiah, number four. Oh man, this is probably the number one game that's kind of prevented me from beating a lot of games or doing much of anything else. Check oh, it out, God. y'all. It's Valorant. I got hooked on Valorant this year. It's like it's it's made by the same You're guys who made League of Legends, and we, as you know. These kind of games have a skill ceiling that just is not friendly to newcomers. However, with a first-person shooter that had a much more of a realistic take on gunplay, uh, which is, of course, Valorant, but mixed with Overwatch mechanics of hero gameplay, I was hooked, dude. I loved the 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 team like composition of character like just the roster and how they all connect together with to make a great and like strong team the whole core gameplay mechanic is just that you have attackers and defenders once to plant the bomb which is the attackers the defenders need to either defuse it or prevent it you have a side b site or sometimes c site you have nine maps and each map is meticulously designed to be worked with like they even have like holes and roofs to create lineup shots 
where you can molly throw a dart that can like see enemies through the walls you can oh my god there's so much like depth to this game and it's it's like design you can shoot through walls you can you can like have all these abilities very uh, counter-strike yeah it's very counter-strike it really is but my thing that makes you want to keep coming back to this game is the progression of you knowing you're getting better you have a kda system kills death assists that kind of reflect that your kind of like your performance in the gameplay and but most importantly your impact and how you're helping the team i'm a sage main i heal i resurrect people i pull up walls so i can lock down a site that way they don't come through so I, I can create. I can create. You seem, to, you seem to play healers a lot in these type of games. Isn't I, that like your main and Overwatch? Yes. Well? You like support characters. I do love support characters. I love being that role model because people don't like playing them, but I do. I want to be your supporter. Let me be your so cheerleader, bro. So needs to be. But awesome. <laughs> yeah, Valorant is still a extreme. It's one of those like secretly extremely popular games. Like, yeah. you don't hear a lot of people like mainstream coverage about it or even like influencer coverage or whatever but it's it still is. secretly like one of the biggest games it's yeah the biggest thing that, keeps, the, big that also keeps me coming back is the, the player experience there are going to be times where you have a team that on comms on voice chat are absolute like just asses period however i love getting to a team being able to make call outs like hey guys watch your left hey let's make sure we're watching flank make sure we're watching blind spots hey watch heaven tower like i like these these like team building experiences i love that i love being able to like move a squad into a site to plant the bomb to secure it and i can wall it off like these these mixture of flavors and ingredients to create a, a, a brilliant recipe of success is one of my favorite things about this game and meeting so many nice sweet like educated people on this game is an experience that i can never match with any other game truly i love this game i, I i'm weird people think i'm weird for liking this game on nah, voice comments they, they think like super popular it's weird like why do you love this game so much I'm like i don't know i don't it's great um but i can't recommend it wholeheartedly it's a high skill ceiling it's hard to get into it you're better off playing overwatch which is much more friendly but yeah, i'd rather play valorant <laughs> Let's be I, real. <laughs> you, you can give it a go give it a go yeah. free try it cool cool all right guys we're down to our top three here we go Woo! here we go all right here it goes my number three is Kirby in the Forgotten Land. Oh, there it no. is. There it is. <laughs> that starts my top three. And oh, you can't yes. do that. Josh already said Kirby. You got to pick something. Yeah, else. you got to uh, Okay. Uh, you the faker. Faker. Say Valorant. <laughs> okay. What's the What's the Kirby game where you just play Fall Guys? That That one. The download. Oh one, yeah. That that one. Yeah. One. yeah. All right. So no, no, no. Kirby in the Forgotten Land. Awesome game. Uh, just, um, I mean, it is Kirby's first like uh, 3D adventure, but it feels it reminded me a lot of um, Super Mario 3D Land, where it's contained enough to where they're there. They have to be. It's not like, hey, you have this wide area, and if you go far enough, you'll find something. They have to. They have to kind of have a space they can work with, and they find really clever ways of like hiding collectibles or side paths or uh, new abilities and weapons. And the awesome thing about Kirby is, yes, Josh, it's a, it's a pretty easy game, but mm-hmm. it's deep in a way you were not expecting. Like, like I, when you get your upgrade system, like when you find out, oh, no, you can upgrade these weapons to like a new level. And some of them have like 
like multiple, multiple like upgrade versions of themselves. Yeah. You're like, oh, okay, wow, this is this is a lot. And then even after you beat the game, there's this whole other like post game stuff you can do, which is crazy. But I, I love that you kind of have a home base um, where you get to build like mini games and like fishing ponds and like stores. And there's a coliseum you 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 can build that like gives you uh, Meta Knight's like sword and. Um, there's just like a lot of cool side stuff that they didn't necessarily need to do. They could have just made like a straightforward, like this is one, you know, first level one, 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 two, one, three, you know? Right. But right. They, they put little challenges in the map. Um, and yeah, it's just like a really pleasant, awesome game. It feels great. The puzzles are like, are, are, they're not super challenging, but they're fun to like do and pull off. Um, some of the boss fights, like especially that end boss fights, like it just goes full anime in the way you weren't yeah. not expecting. You're like, this is Kirby and this is very epic. What's happening right now? That's <laughs> uh, my first time seeing that. <laughs> that last cutscene where Cubby where Kirby Cubby, where Kirby swallows like the biggest thing you've seen him swallow yet. And what happens at that ending scene is like very good and very fun uh very epic so yeah curbing the forgotten land was like a surprise to me it was a game i wanted to play but i didn't expect to like light love it as much as i as i liked it like all the big mouth mode stuff feels really good to play with that's the thing everything you do just feels really nice and natural not clunky you know yeah um and it, that's hard to do in a in a platformer but yeah they just nailed it they nailed it I, I can't wait for uh, like another sequel to this game where they maybe expand things a little bit more and and do some more interesting stuff because it's just it's just a really pleasant game um, and a great Switch game. It, it is a game that that genuinely like runs still really well on the Switch. Question: Like, what's up? Did you play it with Sam? Because me and my buddy John played together. Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. We pl- we played a little bit here and there where she, uh, she was playing the Waddle D with the spear. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's that's a good time too. I, I I think it might be a little. It's not entirely great for the second player because it's yeah. much more fun to play Kirby. I agree. But it's it's much better than just like playing Mario's hat or something. You yeah, know? or like the Luma that I can shoot yeah. stars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a little more expanded, so it's a good game to play with like kids or or another that doesn't want to like sit down and play the entire game. They can at least get a feel for it. And there's like cute stuff. Like there's like those little holes where you take pictures with that you can put the Waddle Dee and Kirby and take like screenshots. And it's just like a, a game with a lot of really cool little touches. And I, once you add it all together, it's just like a really solid, awesome platformer, like platformer of the year by far easily. You know, I didn't play tiny kins. That is one of the games I didn't play. I, I a little bit regret, but that's not collectathon games are not necessarily mm-hmm. my jam, but I've heard that's quite good too. But Kirby and the Forgotten Land awesome all right josh my number three three. wow i can't believe this uh this little platformer made it to my number three it's tinykin oh hey are you serious i'm dead serious dang okay i'm glad i didn't think anyone played it okay i'm curious to hear this this game hit me with a lot of strangely a lot of nostalgia like it just made me feel like that excitement for playing a new video game that i had whenever i was like eight years old it looks freaking awesome. I love it. Is it a, it is a very looks. pretty game. Like it, it does that little that thing where you're, you know, obviously a tiny person in a, in the large world. It's very like Toy Story, like Andy's bedroom, and I just I love that so much. Like it, it brought so much mem- so many memories back from me playing video games as a kid, and it 
executed what it wanted to do very well, it is a small experience. So I did go back and forth. Did I want to put it this high on my list? It being so small. But I, I don't think that should hold it back because this game as a package was just so much fun and is the happiest I have been playing a video game this year. And I think that should count for something. Game yeah. Pass, too, which is nice. You know and what it reminds me of? Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if anyone here is going to a Toy Commander on Dreamcast. <laughs> no, <laughs> what are you talking okay. about? Okay, there's a game called Toy Commander on Dreamcast, and it's it's awesome. It's fun. Sometimes I feel like you were born a decade before uh, any of us. (laughs) You know what? In some of these cases, I was. (laughs) Maybe over a decade. Yeah, don't uh, don't pass on Tinykin. That game is is very good. And if you have Game Pass and it's still there whenever you hear this, like, play that game. It's great. It still is. And it is like, I need to, I feel like I need to at least get my hands on it. But yes. Uh, Colton, number three. Bringing out. Fortnite. Let's do this. That's oh, right. Man. That's right. It's Fortnite. <laughs> it's Fortnite because Dude. guess Fortnite. what? The game is still good. They're still coming out with good updates. Yeah. Chapter four. There are a lot of new things in this game. It's freaking yeah. great. People, more people stuff. Can it and more <laughs> stuff. More, but more importantly, I think it's more good stuff. Mm-hmm. They, I think, I think they're really good about adding stuff to that game and most of it being it, it, I think most of it's always making the game better. Mm-hmm. I think I think they're good at that. I think I, I think when it comes to like gameplay mechanics or weapons or items that you can get in the game, I just think that they're really good at just like switching it up, you know, like they the game can be like the game can be so different after like you play the game for two years and then they switch up, you know, they come to uh, chapter four and then the game can be so, you know, they change it up and they're not afraid to change it up. Like that wasn't this year. I think it was last year. They, they had that big story moment where they just took out building for like three weeks in the game. And that was like Fortnite's thing, you know, but like something happened in the story where this evil villain basically hit a button, turned off building and, you know, nothing like nothing like that happened with this season or with this chapter. But, you know, I just as an example of I think that they're I think they're they've always been really inventive and creative with this game. And I agree. Uh, and they're still and, making really good hires too. like uh, they just bought harmonics to do all their concerts. And that these are the people that oh, they did, did like. Yeah. They yeah. Like that, that did rock well. band and uh, that's that DJ game and cool. stuff. So they have a really good team just working on like in-game events now. So I'm curious to see. They can probably take yeah. it even and, further. So and kind of like uh, who said Fortnite? Oh, it was Isaiah, right? Yeah, yeah. Fortnite and kind of like what Isaiah was saying, like like this new the, like the new chapter is so cool. I love the theme. Like it's it's like fantastical. There's like there's not like one big castle in the middle of the map, which I think happened. I think one time they had a, like a fantasy season. It was like one big castle. And then the rest of the map was just kind of normal. There's like little castles spread out all throughout the map, you know, and like some of them have like little moats around the castle and, but it's kind of like got a, got a futuristic feel to it. You know, it's like a castle, but you know, there might be a building right next to the castle that has like doors that open up automatically. I don't, it's got like a weird, like fusion between like the two genres and uh and i don't know it's just we've been playing a lot I, I mean ironically i say that i haven't really played at all in the past two weeks we've been kind of busy with christmas yeah. and everything but yeah i mean I, I i plan on playing a lot more over the next uh over the next year for sure i'd be surprised Very if this cool. wasn't in my top 10 for 2023 
So yeah, hey, it counts. It counts. All right, Isaiah, number three, lay it on us. Here it is. <clears throat> Despite all my gripes, the laundry list of issues I had with this game, I still love it to death. It's Sonic Frontiers. Oh. I, I, in the previous episode, I really did focus on, on just as a critic's view of that game and how it suffered with a lot of issues. But as a general Sonic fan, and a real, a real big one, buddy, I actually loved this game. I, I feel like with everything that I could, I would think like critically this is all right or just was kind of like, eh, it, it somehow become it somehow works. It somehow ends up just working and like being able to be still fun and like engaging. I have played this game and I'd be in four days and I was playing this game for hours, dude. That I 100% all these, I, all these islands as I got, as I went and I did everything I could in this game to to like earn that 100 percentage like like platinum trophy i loved it like the characters their their writing and how their their voice direction was different this time but it, it fit the the tone of the game i loved how in the, these islands they feel like compact sometimes and like can sometimes like thread together and just the bosses being hit or miss but when they hit they hit really good and are a lot of fun and are able to experiment with like a good example tower tower you were supposed to like hit off like each kind of like layer of it but what if let's say you want to just run up it and just hit in the head and just kill it you can do that that works i do think that the the kind of uh what's it called the nooks and crannies that legend of zilla breath of the wild gave us and what kind of made it stand out some things were taken from it could have been better absolutely i do think so i think the map is dumb it, it's like like scattered like bits and pieces of the map you get to unlock not like a whole chunk but even then like i had a lot of fun i love the soundtrack cyberspace especially 3d levels and like these design of these levels bro they're a lot of fun again especially the 3d ones not 2d 2d kind of sucks but Man, I loved like speed running them. I loved like discovering the magnet dash where you can just hold me attack on an enemy and you boost out of it. You go flying with Sonic, dude. You literally go flying. And momentum. Momentum is not really on the ground, but when you do it on rails, you can go flying as well. You can do you can do different things to traverse this game. And I tried on the third island. I took a bird. I I, I literally hit it, flew across this entirely separate like section of the island. And I'm like, I don't know how to get there. Someone tried this. And I tried it. And I'm like, well, I did it. I actually, that worked. I almost died, but that worked. And I, I went through this tunnel. And I came back around. And I'm like, oh, I did it backwards. But now I know how to do this. Now I know how to unlock more of this map. And I got that now. There is sometimes, there's like only a very few puzzles that did this for me. Where I was like, what does this do? And as I tinkered with it, toyed with it, I was like, wait a minute. And I realized this reflects those little like land continents over there. And I'm like, if I thread it to this and this, oh, that's so cool. You make a rail grind for that. And like you make your own way to entry onto that island. That's so cool. Or like the last puzzle on the first island. It's like this laser thing to make an eagle. And I was like having such a hard time on it. But when I got it, instantly clicked. I loved especially these super song fights are like over the top, like fun, like crazy janky, but crazy like fights where you fight giant titans 
and go to town on them. Each boss feels like this could have been the final boss for a separate Sonic game, but this is the second boss of the game. So, like, <laughs> I'm cool with it. The mini games, honestly, I love these mini games. There's a, there's a whole mini game where you play Ikigaru. And you do it three times. And one of the times, I can't spoil it. Wait, what? Like Ikaruga? Did you mean like Ikaruga? Ikaruga, oh, okay, yeah. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, like that's where you switch between like the, the color palette of the bullets. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of that. There's a lot to do in this game. The busy work, the loop. Yeah, you do get to see the full hand of cards that Sonic Team was already showing off with like all the trailers and its first initial island, like Josh's gripe with... Um, Cult of the Lamb. However, the busy work in the loop is still a lot of fun. And even when I was binging it, I I, I still want to go back in there and do it again. And my buddy, I came, he came over this weekend, or like the Pat last weekend, and he started a new save file. He was so excited for this game, and he loved playing it. But when he left, I got back on his save file. I played more of it, and I was like, damn, I love this game. I love. Oh, is that what you were playing? I saw you replaying it a couple days after that. I thought I was like. I didn't ask anything, but I was like, didn't you platinum this game? Like, what else is there for you to do in this game? Did, is that what you did? You just started on his save file? Yep. And I, I, oh, I did okay. that I did that same, that first boss again. Your bro. punch is at level 99. What more can you do? <laughs> go again. Just go again. And they're going to add a right. whole new year. Last words. Content. Last words on Sonic. Last words on Sonic. I love this game despite, despite its flaws. Blessing out of Yoyi had the best way to say it. Three out of five game, but love it like a five out of five game. Cool, cool, cool. I, I cool. hated that. I hated that. Moving on. <laughs> Why? No, it's fine. <laughs> Josh rates that quote a uh, three out of I really hate that quote. It's <laughs> terrible. All right, here we go. Uh, down to number two. So my number two is the game we've already talked about. No and way. that is Vampire Survivors. Really that high? <laughs> oh, yeah. Vampire Survivors is my number two this year. Like straight up. Uh, and I think Colt mentioned it, but I was the one in October being like, hey, guys, you should I really, know you, you should kept really saying it. Game. Whoa, like, whoa, whoa. Whenever yeah, you like, told us to play it, I was already playing it. You just didn't know. What? You played yeah, it while I was, I was already season? playing it. No, wait, 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 wait. You didn't tell us. No, he, he, he told us. Oh, he told, I told us about you like it pretty early. Oh, sorry. Last October is what you're talking about. Yeah. No, 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 no. It was this October. Well, then yeah. it, was already on, it was already on Game Pass. It was on it was on PC Game Pass, but it wasn't no, on it was Xbox. A, yes, it was. Mm-mm. That's where I was playing it, and I was playing it before you told us. Uh, you must have missed. You must have been in in a thread no, you I, did not look at. No, you said I, in October. I was already playing it by then. Were you? Okay. Yeah. Well, I I might have been playing it before October. I was playing it, was, it before it came to console. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it, when it came to Game Pass, it was on both. No, 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 no. It was on PC Game Pass for. Uh, quite a bit longer not quite a bit but maybe like a month ahead of it okay well it was definitely on on console in october okay but go ahead okay. but yes yes i was there i was there early on i was like guys you should you should try this game because i had heard like rumblings for like a few days about it just from people i've listened to and i'm like eh. i even did the same thing colton did i looked at it and i was like ah this seems eh i, I didn't i didn't get it but um uh, vampire survivors the whole thing about it the the reason it's my number two is it's just so deceptively deep like the minute you you think okay i've seen everything there is to see for this game or i think i know you know where where it can go next like a bonus level opens up and you're like oh this is weird or like a new character comes with a new weapon or you know all of a sudden there's like a shop like a shopkeeper and you're like okay there's like a boss fight there's 
different things that open up different powers that you wouldn't expect that you're like, well, I can do this now. Like I can level up my weapons past their max level now. Like because of this one item what? I picked up. Uh-huh. That's a permanent upgrade. Uh, there's what? just like, it just goes deeper and deeper. And then I think of like a week ago, the DLC came out for $2, by the way. <laughs> and this, the new level, the new level is even cooler. It's like, it, you know how all the other levels are just kind of big open areas with like an aesthetic or like a theme. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This, uh, the DLC level acts like an actual level. Like there's a swamp to the top and there's different mobs depending on where you are in the level. Oh, so cool. like in the cave, there's like a bunch of trolls and the left. There's like a bunch of like swamp people. Okay. There's like new weapons that are crazy and like fill up the screen in a weird way. It never did before. So, um, you can, uh, like I said, I could just keep going on and on and on. Like the Reaper, there's a way to kill the Reaper, by the way. Um, uh, like there's, it's just, it, it, it's such a simple game and it's super satisfying. But the more and more you go down the rabbit hole, the more you're like, oh man, this thing is just like, like usually with a game, you're like, okay, I see where this is going. I see, like, I kind of see the end goal here, you know? I, you're like, okay, I can see how this progressed. But every time Vampire Survivors progressed, I was like, oh, I did not see this coming. Or I didn't know you could do this. Or, you know, I, I didn't know. Like, all, sometimes just weird stuff happens. You have to look it up and you're like, oh, I wouldn't have ever thought to do that. But that's really cool. Um, so, yeah, Vampire Survivors is like a super big surprise. And um, I just really think, I mean, it's almost a new genre of game now. Like, we're going to get, we're already it's already happening but we're gonna get survivor games where we're gonna call them i don't know like the survivor genre now there's i mean yeah there i've already it. seen copycats like on ios and stuff oh yeah and that's that's i think that's gonna continue for years until one day we'll be like at a game awards or there'll be like a weird e3 or nintendo <laughs> something and all of a sudden like vampire survivors 2 comes up and that's gonna be a really <laughs> big deal it's gonna be yeah. a really big deal um because vampire survivors is like maybe the biggest surprise this year and it's just really mm-hmm. awesome and uh it, i remember everything i said about roguelites like throw it out like this is that but for some reason there's something about it where i, I just um, don't i don't I actually care. don't think that this is a roguelite i think it's a misnomer i know there's I some elements that are similar but it, do, it does not feel like one at all really? yeah it doesn't it doesn't it really doesn't i mean mm-hmm. it uh it almost feels like a high score game. I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It, there's something. It feels like about I'm playing it. like Galaga on the arcade or something. Like to dumb yeah. it down a bit, I guess. But yeah, yeah, it's just so satisfying for a game where you don't press any buttons. <laughs> a game where you literally you press only zero. have to worry about your placement. Yeah, a game where you literally press zero buttons is my number two game this year. And <laughs> what a year! And even in, even in a different year, this this, this would have ranked pretty 10. high for me too. Yeah, yeah, in a different like, year. Yeah, in a different year, this would be making my top ten, no matter what. But yeah, Vampire Survivors number two. What a, what a like out of nowhere, and maybe not out of nowhere because it was in early access forever. But for for me, out of nowhere for me, out of nowhere, and I was like, wow, wow, this game just right at the end of the year, amazing. So, all right, that's my number two, uh, Josh. All right, I would like to make a formal apology to Troy and say uh, that I looked uh, it up and uh, it came out on consoles <laughs> November 10th and my month must have just blurred <laughs> together because I swear to God that was October, like early October. But uh, you're right, console release was November 10th. Anyway, my number two is a game <gasps> that I played this year. Oh my gosh. Well, this is a good start. This is a really good yeah, start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can't say that you at met, all. You, you, you've met all the criteria. That's true. That's true. <laughs> no, no. 
Um, there's a lot of punching in this game. This is a game I almost quit playing multiple times because of how difficult it was. Oh, oh I, know, I, know. I know. I know what it is. I know what it yeah. is. Yeah. But I'm glad I didn't give up because I think this gives the same sense of accomplishment that I get from like Souls games mm-hmm. um, with the combat style of like Arkham or, or Spider-Man or whatever. This is Sifu. That's right. Yep. Yep. This game is fantastic. Um, there's a little bit of missteps here and there with like it's so nitpicky. Like this game is 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 so well thought out, well rounded. It's it's the right length. Like they didn't go too short or too long with it. It gives you the opportunity to perfect your runs in different levels because and some people complain because it's like oh there's not a lot of variety because you just do these like few levels but you're just trying to do them as as quickly as possible, as best as possible, taking as few hits as possible. But that's what I love about it. It's like you want to try to perfect each level, and there's only like five or six, something like that. Right. It is so solid. This, the fi- the, this is my favorite combat in any game that I've played in a long time. Um, I wish it was expanded upon to something really bigger, awesome. but yeah. for, for the size team that, that this is coming from, I think they... They it is so well crafted. They 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 did the thing, and I'm uh I was very happy to play this game this year. Uh, yeah, I need to come back. Too. I need to come back. I played at launch and I fell off, and I don't know what they've added. I really I thought I I really thought you were a little bit lower on this game, Josh. The way you talked about it. How did I like talk about rich, it? Like a rich, like you just talked about how hard it was and how like oh, yeah. how. <laughs> And I mean, you came over and you dropped it off at my house. I thought you were like, because you oh, didn't yeah, beat so it, I right? Beat it. No, I, beat oh, it. I thought you said you didn't beat it. Oh, no. Okay. So what happened was like, I got so close to like, this is going to make me sound like a fake gamer. I got so close <laughs> to, to beating the last boss that I was like, you know what? I think I'm okay. I think I can like give my opinions on the game, on this game. Like, I don't need to, to get that last punch in. I, I'm done. Like, this is, it's fine. Because I spent so long on the earlier levels, like oh, I get it. That last level, I was like, okay, I, 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 I obviously tried several times, and then I got to the point where I was like so close to defeating that that boss. I did that with another game, I think, recently. But yeah, no, no. Moving on. Uh, it's a great game. I didn't have to get that final punch in to say that this is my number two of the year. Very nice. Very nice. Colton. All right, your Colton. Time. What's your number two? It is Elden Ring. Oh. Talk about, so this has been a year. I think I've played a lot of games that uh, I normally, I normally wouldn't say I would play any other year. I've just felt I felt a lot more adventurous this year, and I think Elden Ring might have been, you know, the start of that. It might have been the reason for that. To be honest, uh, it just, you know, you know, Troy. I think your excitement for it really pushed it over the edge for me. I was like, you know what? I think it was like a week before the game came out. Mm. And I was like, you know what? Yeah, I think I yeah, I'll probably buy this. I'll play it on day one. I kinda wanna be a part of, you know, everyone talking about it and and you know, I you know, I liked Bloodborne enough, you know, I didn't finish it or anything, but I I played like I don't know, I remember it was like thirty five hours of it or something. No, I played enough. I can probably get yeah, it's a good enough a good percentage of this game done before it kicks my butt to where I, you know, delete it. And man, I just it's just something a little bit different with this game that uh, that uh, that was just different than I expected, and it really grabbed me, and I enjoyed it so much. Like it's one of my favorite games of all time now. I just uh, wow, yeah. Uh, I, like I've been thinking awesome. about 
wanting to go and replay it now. Like, but not like I don't even want to play New Game Plus. Like, I want the like I want that whole experience again. You know, I kind of want to start over from zero again with a different character, a different build, uh, a different build, and uh, what a game that was for me. What a game. You know that yeah. you know something like that and Vampire Survivors and. What other games did I have on here that and like Tunic, you know, those are all you know, those three games specifically that made my top 10 this year are not games I probably would have looked at in previous years and been like, yeah, that looks like a game for me. You know, yeah. so this has been a, an, an adventurous year for me. And I think oh, it's paid cool. off for the most part. And yeah, no, I was I was super happy that you decided to pick it up and even more happy that you you pl- I mean, honestly, you platinum day. I didn't even do that. So. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. All right. Uh Isaiah, number two. Let's roll. Let's get into it. Baby, it's neon white. Oh, I nice. love this game. I knew it was gonna be your number one. <laughs> when I was babysitting this summer, I was basically at my grandma's house majority of the time, but I had my Switch and Neon White, and my God, it's my favorite platform speed running games of all time. And man, this game kind of changed my perspective. Like, what I want from a song game, which uh, yeah, it's speed running. You're right, Troy. I do like that, and I do want that. But yeah, Neon White platform high speed like speed running game. Your whole point is to chase the best score you can, get to that platinum rank, or if you're real good, beat the developer time and get a red ace each. Each world you go into, each new area you go into, there's like about like, huh? Like I'll, I'll tell you what, there's seven plus worlds you can go into. They, yeah, new mechanic at you, they throw one at you, bro, and it's so fun. Each each weapon you get in this game, built like builds it up like from like, oh this is good to the, oh this is great, oh this is awesome. Every time, every time, and these characters, bro, the designs, the visuals are awesome. I love the audio, like the, the, the visuals like first and foremost. It's just, it looks so pretty when you're actually playing the level, despite like speeding through all of it. It is so pretty, despite how sometimes it can be very simplistic with its uh, design and the levels. And its character designs go so hard, bro. I love these characters. And now the actual character voice acting and the writing, I love it. It is so funny. I like to quote something real quick. Oh, hey, White, isn't it freaking crazy that John Cena is here in heaven giving, giving us missions? <laughs> And like they're also lovable and charming. Mikey, he's an angel cat. He he he's like, why is everyone calling me a cat? Y'all, ever you thought about, hey, how are you doing, Mikey? Where you been, Mikey? Hey, Mikey. No, it's always I'm an I'm a cat angel, not an actual angel. Oh, and like the the side stuff, the um, what is it like the the Dang and Rumpa, like you know, like the persona aspect of those games, uh, Troy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We have that in this game, and honestly, I love them. It gives me more context to the story and the background of these characters. Where at one point, yeah, you just heard the word poggers being thrown out and and like oh, God. a oh, dumb term like that and something so silly. Silly, so silly in, in like this game. Then the next moment you're actually having a genuinely heartfelt like flashback. You're actually to- having a poggers moment. <laughs> it really it really is i i was streaming the last like seven hours of this game one night and i literally like got to like part of the end game moment where it gave like the last bit of like like story to like put the piece together and bro i sat there and cried i l- i loved that payoff i loved the uh the attachment i got to like 
get from these like characters and like their story and how they all connect to Neon White, the main character, and and how he's amnesiac. And amnesiac is that a word? Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, in heaven, like without really remembering what happened to him before he died. It's it's so fun. It's non like nonstop action packed fun video game ever. I love it. Go I check think, out the Brow. I think this is going to be the game where I'm going to play it finally, and I'm going to regret that we've already made our top ten episode. I'm so afraid <laughs> that this is going to be like my three or four in reality. You know, right. so I, I yeah, I, I hey. do need to do that yeah. now. That, Josh, did you now did that, you uh, beat it? I can't remember if he said he has five. Beat it I, no, I'm on like the last chapter. I think there's. I Isaiah, is there 12 chapters? Uh, oh, you did hear that. I'm sorry. Okay, yes, there is. I didn't want to spoil it, but yes, there's a spoiler. Like, it, look at the trophy list. Like, they don't. Oh, I guess oh, sure, sure. I just, I just want to keep the. I just making sure the number was right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. So I'm like, yeah, I'm right. at the end. Yeah. Oh, Are you ready for our number one picks? I am not ready. Play these I, games. I don't what know what you say is missing from my You better say you, Fortnite. You've already said all the good games that came out this year. So it has to be. <laughs> hey, it has to be. Um, oh, no, I'm just ruining my font on the dock here. All right. My number one game this year. To no one's surprise, this shouldn't have surprised me. It didn't. It's Elden Ring. Yeah. Um, and Elden Ring, I, to be clear, it's not even my favorite Souls game. Um, like, and it, it, even even a, a Souls game that isn't my number one is going to make my number one the year it comes out. It's just the way it is. Those games just, man, they were made for me. I love them all so much in, in their own unique ways. And Elden Ring, I just think it, it really... It, it, it really swings. It really takes a swing here. It really does. I know it doesn't always feel like it, Josh, when compared to, like, the other games. But uh, for me... I don't want to get into it. <laughs> uh, for me, what Elden Ring... It really does. Much better than the other games. Am I right? Is it? It's it, oh, it, 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 it takes. Uh, well, the thing about Elden Ring, think of it like, like this: like think of God of War 2018 and how they had to build the engine, the assets, the the characters, the world. You know what I mean? All that stuff. And you know, people start complaining. Well, the enemy enemy variety isn't like super large. You know, well, it's probably because yeah, we were we had so much more to do. And I feel like from software put so much into this game to make it as vast and as like uh, varied as it is that, you know, yes, the caves are kind of samey, but man, just think about what the sequel is going to be now that they have all the tech, they built an open world game. They've Oof. learned a lot from Elden Ring. Like, I think the DLC and the next game is just going to be even better. But as far as the Elden Ring itself, there's just so many moments where I was running around and I've ran around it in plenty of open world games. And there's just not a lot of open world games where all of a sudden I'm like, Oh my God, what is that? What is, you know, whether it's coming from the ground coming out from the sky, like all of a sudden there's like a weird orb above my head or there's a weird NPC, you know, I'm smashing a pot and one of them just ends up being a dude like in a pot, like that you could have totally missed. Um, the whole general, uh, general Radon fight. Oh. Is such a oh, crazy, yeah. epic departure from any even, other soul boss. And oh, even yes. like the lore, I think even the lore for that fight was like really, yeah. Well, the lore lore too. Like all oh, the yeah. buildup, like you're finding different people in the world, like that pot, like the warrior pot. That's like I'm going to the tournament, and you're like, what's this tournament? Oh, yeah. You know, I'm going to the tournament. <laughs> and then finally, you get to it, and there's this big like 
prolonged cutscene, and then the first time you spawn in and you just see this massive dude riding this tiny horse <laughs> and like yeah. 30, and then you figure out you can like just that. like spawn 30 people and it's just such a wild fight and there's and uh the first time you go underground and you're just like wait it it it's it's a little deceptive like at first you think oh my god there's a yeah, i'm thought, never going to beat this game there's like a second yeah. game down here yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know <laughs> but just the art direction where you look up and there's like stars and the lore behind the stars where like those are just like m- like man-made stars or the the culture that was under there built them like built a fake sky um How and sweet the way everything at like volcano manor works where it's almost working against the place you spawned not to mention there's one time you spawn in the place you spawned like a thousand times and you're like oh wait something's different (laughs) you know and then something crazy happens like there's just so many i can just keep going on and on about like just weird crazy moments weird like pope turtles you run into like you know uh, and, and i do get it i i mean uh, my favorite, I, I think my favorite Souls game at this point is Sekiro. And that's a game that is just so right. unyielding and tight. It's like the opposite of Elden Ring. And yeah. th- this is the game they made before Elden Ring. Like, they did make a big departure from Dark Souls 3, and that was Sekiro. Yeah. And Elden Ring was right like, choice. we're going to go like a, a, a crazy different direction from even that. And honestly, this is this is like the first open world game from soft is ever made and i can't think of another open world game where they've had such a crazy like first effort at it um you know i I mean the obvious one wait who breath of the wild what are you oh yeah yeah yes yes (laughs) yeah breath of the wild and breath of the wild is its own thing too um but yeah i mean that's what i mean like when you're talking elden ring you're talking like up, up, you're talking about other games that are the best open world games oh, in yeah, yeah. video games history and Elden right. Ring is in that conversation which is just you know it could have went wrong it could have been like a slog it could have been but the way they did smart things like making the horse so mobile like yeah. you know it would have been such a slog to just have to run like and fat roll through an open world video games. yeah like they did things like that you wouldn't expected them to realize like they still made a fun a fun game. It's a Souls game, but they still made it fun, you know? Yeah. Like they didn't just be like, no, this is a hardcore game. They like made a Souls game for me, and I'm great. If your horse falls five feet, then you just die, you know? They're like, nah, just like it has a double jump. And it's just like it things you wouldn't expect in a Souls game that's a game that's been like really rigid. And it, it, there, the more you think about it, the more you realize how some design design decisions are very different from their previous games especially coming from like Sekiro, but even like Dark Souls 3, um, you know, that was pretty unyielding and like fall damage and all that sort of thing. Um, so, yeah, I just can't. I I mean, honestly, I can't wait for the DLC to see what they cooked up. You know, this is after they've made that entire game. And it's just a game, man, I can't think of another game where I went somewhere and been like, oh, this is as big as this world gets because this game is massive. And just like getting teleported like across the map and you're like oh my god like hey, how not big is this map and it happens like five times dude yeah and so yeah with this game vampire survivors the two games this year were like i had sessions where like i just want to play for 30 minutes and then you know two hours later and i have to go to work and like you know in three to four hours you know it, it's just a game that held me to the very end um uh, it was everything i wanted from like an open world 
like Souls game. And and not to say it's perfect. It's not even my favorite Souls game. Like like I can see some copy and paste like enemies around the field that aren't like that engaging to fight and you, the caves are all kind of samey, you know? Mm-hmm. And and I just think that's something that okay, I get it. They they had to fill this world up with something. They made a huge freaking world, really diverse. They had to fill it with something. And a lot of the stuff they filled into are really cool, like really weird villages where like there's just a bunch of people like zombie dancing, you know, like you run into really cool stuff like that all over the place. But, you know, I I, if they if they can get their technology base in order and they can just take more time to make more unique stuff throughout the map, more unique caves, more like that are a little feel a little less copy and paste like, man, they could make this already awesome game like one of the you know like make it into like the best game of all time elden ring 2 is going to be so freaking massive like i can't even think about it just yet but yeah elden ring awesome like i what was i expecting it's like one of the best developers ever like at this point from software it could just be called like the best developer ever they just like have not missed just wait Um, for that armored core game yeah, no, do we'll see. I don't. I I would not. If 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 there's a developer, I would not count out. <laughs> it's be from software, you know. Like yeah, yeah, just awesome. All right. I don't think we're gonna yeah, have another we Dark Souls two Mormon. We talked about Elden Ring enough. Well, yeah, I mean Elden, I, even Dark Souls two. Like it's not a game I'd want to play again. Oh, but, I love I love that game. So. Yeah, that game's that game's cool too. So, all right. Yes, Elden Ring number one to the surprise of no one. I'm just so glad that it. It wasn't just hype. And the biggest thing that surprised me with Elden Ring is how big it got in the mainstream. Like, I'm not even talking yeah. about mainstream yeah. gamers. I just mean the pretty straight up mainstream. Like, who would have thought, like, Elden Souls Ring game. would be, like, as big as, like, it feels like a Marvel movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I would have never have guessed that. Like, between every release, even games like Bloodborne, I'm like, okay, this is a really beloved game in the gaming community. You know, there's always that thing with Elden Ring. It's like for the people that know, they know and they know, you know what I mean? Right. And they get one or they get their friends in by tricking them, being like, oh, I'll help you. You know, you'll you'll get it, you know. Uh, But it it, just to see it become like the biggest thing in like the literal world for like a month and just sell and keep relevant past that. It's just it's really cool to see. It's just really cool to see. So, yeah, Elden Ring number one for me. Oh, and uh, and a lot of other people. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, sorry, Josh. Number one, go. My, my tongue moment. hurts from how much, how strongly I had to hold it down while you were talking. I understand. Just biting down on my tongue. Hey, Josh, don't worry. There's a rumor that um that uh that the Bloodborne remake is happening at you I don't know, believe at it. you know whose studio. I don't believe it. A Blue Point Bloodborne. I don't believe it. I know. It's because it's, it's too good to be true. I it's understand. just safe to not believe it, right? <laughs> to be I, fair, though, I actually I think Demon Souls art direction, like the remakes by Blue Point, I didn't love. I think it was very good, but I think it missed the mark. And I it I don't ran, to, it ran oh, like freaking butter. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's just that I don't. Yeah. I, I I like from softwares since their art direction and everything. I I like that. It looks kind of grimy. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I know. Anyway. Um, yeah, Eldering could have easily been my number one if they would have made it good. Uh, number one Damn. was this year <laughs> again. No surprise, I guess, because I've ran out of games to talk about. God of War Ragnarok <laughs> is my number one. Um, 
I didn't expect it to be. So, Josh, before you say anything more about that, I really thought, uh, I know you were talking about how the ending kind of fell flat for you, and you talked so much, you, I mean, you felt like, I felt like you talked a whole lot about uh, Vampire Survivors. I thought that was going to be your number one. Yeah, um, um, I guess to keep it short for that on the podcast, uh, Vampire Survivors was very good until the facade of what it was doing, really, like, I, I realized what was happening, I was like, oh, this is a bad game. Interesting. Yeah, so okay. I did not make Sorry to interrupt your God of War thing. It dropped so hard off my list at a certain point. I didn't finish it. I was just really upset at a certain point. And it was shortly after we talked the last time about it. But yeah, you're right. It did seem like Vampire Survivors was going to be a lot higher. Um, yeah, it could have easily been in my top three. But no, it's not. Uh, that, that's actually the most drastic thing I was talking about uh, when we started. Oh, but, that's what you meant. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, yeah. God of War Ragnarok. Uh, it's it's frustrating because it's just a, such a solid game because it's made by a studio that is um, known for making solid games. They've got the funding, they've got the talent. It's no it's no surprise. Like it's just this isn't an interesting number one. It, like Elden Ring, it's a lot of people's number ones. Um, I yeah, get it. It's the year. It's the year. It's the talent. Yeah. No, I and get this, it. This is, this is what I'm saying. It's like if this were to come out next year, n- no way. There's no unless everything just bombs next year. Like there's no way that this could have stood up to everything coming out next year. Th- that's my opinion. Like I-, I I like this game. I like all the games on my list, but this year was weak for me. And I think this this game was a little bit weaker than the first. Um, agreed. It was agreed. It it, it tried. Uh, it was more ambitious. That we'd like to say that. Um, it was more ambitious, but it didn't nail. Uh, what it set up, like you were saying, Troy, it it's it started a lot of like uh story elements and introduced new characters, and then it was like, uh, but we're really not gonna go anywhere with them. It really only had one story to tell, but it kept tricking you into thinking that it was gonna be a bigger story, um, to keep you interested, and that was really kind of annoying to me. But the core story of it was heartfelt and meaningful to me, so. It it the story for me it doesn't drag it down it just I think that they missed the mark on on the side stuff or the kind of like B plots they were unnecessary um, the game could have been tighter but w- what was there was amazing um, my complaints about the combat still stand with the, in the difficulty it was a little weird and wonky I got a little too upset about it before <laughs> but it was just wonky wonky no the best word. <laughs> it, it it was weird Troy you are so annoying. <laughs> It was just <laughs> it it was just weird. It had a weird way. I, I I just really get into the to to the kind of like game design of it and I thought the difficulty the the design and the difficulty was off and that is one of my big complaints. But in the grand scheme of things, it's just a little complaint. It's just it's just a little part of it. And um I kept I I, I ended up keeping the difficulty kind of lower for the majority of the game because I, I found myself just kind of wanting to know what was happening in the story. I didn't feel like the combat was as fulfilling as games like Sifu or the Souls games. Um, so I just, yeah. Even, it was, it's great combat, but it, I, the story is, is why people love it. The, 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 the mocap, you know, how, how great Kratos' wrinkles look on his forehead hmm. and, his, and his neck. Right. 
Like he's got the they're great, amazing. Yeah. Best beer. I mean, honestly, the again. story the story disappointed me. But what the thing is is, yeah, that all the acting and the way that yeah. the characters interact with each other is like world class stuff, man. Like, yeah, I know. I guess I yeah misspoke. I agree with you, Troy. Like the story fell apart. I think the character stories, like the characters' relationships, I guess is what I'm looking for, is why I liked the game. Yeah, that um, last not, scene, not necessarily the story beats. That yeah. last really heartfelt scene with like Kratos and Atreus mm-hmm. and stuff is like man, so good. Uh, yeah, no, it's, nah, it's a great, it's a great spoilers. game. Spoilers. <laughs> um, yeah, I could talk forever about it, honestly, but I'm just, I'm really trying not to. So, great game, number one, God of War. Agreed, agreed. Awesome game. All right, Colton, what's uh, your number one? <clears throat> I mean, it's also a pretty boring answer, but it's gonna be God of War. I mean, this is the most. I mean culted game that you could it absolutely have. is <laughs> i mean it really? is, there is something about about kratos about like his character interacting with a character like atreus you know i mean you know like like that hard and soft like constant like you Contra. know like yeah like it, it there's something about that type of story mixed in with that gameplay and like and 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 side characters i think really really awesome side characters i mean this is the most me game that i can think of uh so i absolutely love the game and i i feel like i think uh i had the same feelings with the first game that i feel like when 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 i started this the story i was thinking okay you know this guy came to my came to my house he started a big fight with me and later i found out that was thor's brother i was like okay so this game is going to end in a big fight with him and thor at the end and and odin's probably going to make an appearance and then it didn't happen that way it was like, oh no, this is just like this is just Kratos and Balder the whole game, and I and I actually really liked that. I was like, oh, there doesn't need to be this huge like, you know, I I I don't really know what I'm trying to say. I just I remember being surprised by like where the story went in that first one. So it's a lot more personal one, than like the epic pantheon fights. Yeah, 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 yeah and I and I think I think this one I was also I was trying not to have any expectations. Like I I I wasn't I don't think I was. Like I saw that they were building up to something and I totally understand people being disappointed by it. But I also felt like I was like, I feel like this, it doesn't need to end in some giant like moment between all these characters. I feel like they've built up and then sometimes I, I mean, I might be looking too much into it, but I'm like, you know, sometimes in life, something might be building up and then it may not happen the way you think it's going to happen. But I think the fact that that happens in a video game, like it's not always going to be like a movie blockbuster where it's like super uh you know like uh like cliche to where like all right it, it's building up to this moment which means this moment is definitely going to happen you know i feel yeah. like yeah, yeah when it doesn't happen i in, in games uh i always feel like i'm not as critical with story as, as a lot of other people because i feel like when something like that doesn't happen i'm i feel a little bit i don't know it, it feels a little bit more realistic to me you know so i actually really liked uh the the main story i really liked a lot of the side stories just because i think we got a lot more uh we got a lot more mimir past that i and i just really like that character i think uh getting to know him a lot better was was really cool and uh some of the twists that happened in the in the story i really enjoyed oh yeah the big uh, i the big twist that that's that's a cool, yes that's i was cool very I, I thought that's, that was really cool um that, i want to talk about that story much uh i disagree but we can no, talk I about didn't it like it i guess i thought it was really cool but 
Uh, I don't know if y'all did it, but I'm not going to say anything. But, you know, at the end of that first game, there's like a secret ending where like they don't like at the end of the first game, they don't tell you to go to your house. Right. And, and most people are like they never go to their house because like, oh, for the whole, you know, I leave my house in the beginning of the game and you really oh. never go back to it. There's no reason. And then you go to but you you go back to the house and a cutscene starts and you get like a secret ending. And I don't know if y'all did. Right. Right. Something yeah, yeah. Similar to that in the second game. No. But. But there's kind of something like that. And then also there's a lot of end game stuff that I'm still kind of like working through. I'm getting on the game like maybe once a week and uh, working through it. And I think I think regarding that big twist that we're kind of mentioning, there's like some really cool. Uh, there's actually some pretty cool uh, like end game stuff regarding that big twist that that uh, it's like changing yeah. up the a lot of like the interactions with uh, throughout the uh, throughout the world. Interesting. And uh, yeah, I. I don't know. I, I'm really high on the game. So I look forward to it. Yeah, everything you guys are saying are is incom- incomprehensible to me because I have no <laughs> idea what this means. Yep. I'm excited. I am excited. But Colton, do you have anything, any last words you want to say before? I mean, I just got done talking, so I think I'm good. All right. All right, all right Isaiah. Lay it on us. Guess what? You're number four. Uh, like, boring person again for number one pick. It is Elden Ring, which I whoa, uh, after that's after, surprising. That's yeah. surprising. It has to do with the experience. User experience <laughs> was very, very, very <laughs> with this game. With all with a lot of players that I was talking to, especially my buddy Devin. Uh, he was not super high in this game as I was. I was immediately attracted to this game for how how much it does not hold your hand. Why? Well, what makes you love Metroidvania is, is how it doesn't hold your hand. You go out and explore and get lost and fall in love with that aspect. And Elden Ring does the same thing for me. Go out, explore, do what you will, and you might get stronger from it. You might learn something from it. And with Souls-like games, they try to hitch. They did try like you know, like bend you into like the habit of you're gonna go by my rules and you're gonna like it, and you end up liking it. But no, Elden Ring is a different experience with you do your own thing. You progress how you think you want to progress this game. And it will bend to you. You become the god. And it is satisfying. There has never been a, a game like Souls games that, make a, that makes victory feel all the more worth it. And this man, was it Miyazaki, the director? Man is still putting in enemies from Dark Souls 1 and Elden Ring that are still cheap annoying and just infuriating even with some of these like uh, uh, other choices in this game even when all that happens even when i'm screaming at my television saying bro come on like no even after all that i am like you know what that was actually a lot more fun i want to do it again and I did this final boss twice. I see up last night. As of like two hours, like like an hour before we started, I want everyone yeah. to know that he was like beating the game an hour before we started recording. <laughs> yeah, it was Amazing. it was that big of a deal. Last night, two hours. He literally waited to the last second all year to beat the game for this podcast. Two hours, I was spinning on Redagon, that final boss, and. I, I just kept banging my head on it. Then I got to like the second phase. I kept banging my Ooh, head on it. I, I, I. I struggled with this game. I struggled so hard to like get into that skill check. But whenever I overcame a battle with my teeth gritted, sweaty palms, 
I speak? I I let out the yeah, yeah, yeah. I let the biggest <laughs> gasps ever, bro. I'm you like, did the thing. Oh. <laughs> I love Elden Ring. Every every experience that you that every player has feels personal. You talk to your buddy, they say this one thing, and you're like, "Whoa, I didn't know about that." And you say, "You talk to another buddy, I I did this thing." And you're like, "Whoa, I didn't know that." That was my biggest compliment when this game initially came out. I've said this before, but that that's what made me fall in love with this game. Because every time, every time I talked to someone about it, it was like, what? It's like kind of like how Vampire Survivor has so much depth to that game that you're constantly finding more stuff about it. Whether it's through YouTube, your friends, anywhere. I love that. I do think this game is beyond like difficult. I think if you want to play an accessible Souls-like game, go play Dark Souls 1 Remastered, like I did. But despite all, my experience felt very personal, and I, and I felt... Very rewarded after playing it. I got the normal ending and the Ronnie ending. I didn't get to experience as much quest lands as I did, but that lore, these characters, the writing, is so immersive. And I love George R. R. Martin's like direction for the writing and how and how it went. Mm-hmm. I I didn't get to experience as many cool things as these guys did. I feel like I'm missing a few. I'm missing a few. Uh, Holes or that uh, need to be filled in for my. You don't experience. even have that north part of the map. I like don't know. Far not. north part. Very oh far. what? That's yeah. crazy. It's that's insane. crazy. That's like I a just, that's like a fifth of that game. <laughs> I know. That's what I told him. I was like, "You're making a huge section." It, it's like it's part of it's part of an ending too, which I will oh, wow. go back to. But I mean, Troy, like, you don't Troy, even fight the giant. That's crazy. But that's yeah. cool. Troy, Troy said everything about this game perfectly, and I have. I thank you. Only thing I gotta add is just how much that despite all the blood, sweat and tears, my rage, I am still hungry for more. Wow. I Beautiful. love this game. Rise, rise, my daughters. This is amazing. It is gaming. And you haven't even done, and you haven't even done the ending where you strip down to your underwear. Yeah. I mean, oh. the way I see it is like, we have our personal game of the years and, and, like mine just so happens to be Elden Ring, but this really is the game that took over this year, like conversation wise and even outside the gaming world, you know, for whatever reasons that was it, whatever they did. Uh, it clearly you haven't heard of point B. Yeah. Because so I was going to say Vampire's now, is probably similar in this. Even if, you, even if, yeah, even if you're not the biggest fan of like what Elden Ring did as a souls fan, like a previous souls fan. Now, Elden Ring is going to give from software the money they need to do whatever they want. They can do whatever they want, and every publisher will be like, "Yeah, yeah." Well, I don't care. That's I don't even know what you're saying, but <laughs> we will give you every all the money you want. You know. Now so. they can just walk up to Brandon Sanderson and be like, "Hey, let us do the same oh, thing." Oh, dude, for real, for real. Brandon Sanderson loves Dark Souls, by the way. So yeah, you know, like they got the wrong author on that one. I will say one last thing. Did. And it's that when I started the game and I walked out of that musty cave, very dank, and came out to this brimming and vast world of Elden Ring. Until you got your head caved in by the guy on the horse. Yeah. Yes. But I remember walking into the field with my headphones on and like listening to that somber, like just light music and that beautiful sound design of the wind and thinking it really yeah. is just a yeah this is it yeah dark so, version yeah 
But it, it, yeah, mm. and I mean, to just say like a negative actually is it does have performance issues. But the nice thing is, I played, yeah, I started it up recently, oh, yeah. and the uh, the VRR on PS5 that came out like three months ago like totally smooths over that. It's like a really smooth game for me now, and that's really mm. nice. That's good. It's not it's not anything they did. It's just because PlayStation was like, we'll put this in finally. But yeah, but yeah, that's our game of the year, guys. Um, that's a really cool di- That's a much more diverse list in the placements, even though it's like two, two and two for our number ones. I think everything above that was pretty surprising. Actually, uh, it's very close uh, for me. Josh, a lot of your a lot of your list surprised me for sure. Thank you. That's awesome. Um, yeah, Mister, I'm gonna play like one game a day for the past like month or something. Dude, yeah, like I, half these games, games. I was like, I, you, played I, that? I, you played that? You played that? You played that? I've been All on right. a tear, dude. <laughs> yeah, get it it's done. Been crazy. Is it, has it changed your opinion on Game Pass at all? Because you have a lot of Game Pass games on. Um, it's awesome, dude. What was my opinion on Game Pass? I thought that I you didn't think it was good. No, no, no. I no, no, no. It's totally fine. It's just like I don't plan on resubscribing. Yeah. yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah. it's any better than PlayStation Plus. Whatever. I mean, I got Stray for free on PlayStation Plus, which is cool. Exactly. It's like um, exactly. It's it was amazing. amazing. I don't think it's as interesting as people like cut it out to be. It's like it's not that great. It's not the bees. Yeah. You know? It like, could dude, be. It could be better. It could be better if Xbox itself could be better. But yeah, yes. exactly. exactly. Their first, their first party. Did you, but, did you see all right. what he said? Oh, sorry. Nah, it's all right. We'll we'll probably have to wrap up, guys. We can. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We can game of the year. Course later. Yeah. Game of the year over. Twenty twenty two over. First year of our podcast. Point P. Wrapped up. So, uh, anyone who's listening, that previous listeners or new listeners, who well, whatever, uh, we've got a lot more views than I would have expected. So, if you are, are listening to this and got all the way through it, thank you for giving us a download giving us thank a you thank you yeah, so much y'all. uh i'm very i'm like it's not like i look at the podcast numbers i'm like oh my god this, this is gonna make us so much money we could turn this <laughs> for full-time job it's nowhere near that it's pretty yeah. you know but it's a lot more than i expected when we started this which was like oh man we i might get like five to six listens per episode you know just us being like oh did he edit it okay yeah he edited it you know <laughs> but uh it's just i, I listen to every single one all the way through I yeah, think there's you. one. Yeah, there's one. That. Listen, um, I listen to two of them. <laughs> yeah, I, I try to listen to most of them. Um, but yeah, I'm just always surprised when I release this episode, and it does either does well on the download end or on the YouTube end, and well in relative terms to what we're doing, which is a two and a half hour thing with no video with strangers that most people listening won't know. So. In that context, I'm like, wow, we're doing pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) You know, so yeah, thanks for listening. Um, And as always, we have, it's linked in the bottom of the YouTube comment or your your podcast provider, whatever. Uh, That's our link tree includes a Patreon, which um, if you want, uh, if you want to join us in our discord, that's a good way of doing that. And um, as far as our next episode, we're going to start, start the year with a new fantasy critic draft. So we're going to be picking games live, and that's just a good opportunity to, I don't know, look forward at what the next year uh, provides. And I've been thinking about it and thinking about, like, just how many games I want to play next year. Oh, yeah. Or it's just, dude, it's just like when you think about it, you're like, oh, I guess there's not much. There's less coming out. And then you think of all the stuff that doesn't have, like, a, a solid date. But that has been announced for 2023. It's just so many games, dude. So, yeah, really looking forward to that. And yeah thank you guys for making that list and joining in today we did it we, we, did we finally it. got this episode recorded 
and i yeah, appreciate it so everyone have a good uh christmas hopefully you're, you get this before christmas but if not have a good new year and we'll see you uh next year pretty soon bye Good night. Stay warm. And Merry Christmas. <laughs>